Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. How many times do you need to clear your throat? <clears throat> I like to get in the night. I like to get in that deeper, you know. That's why I drink coffee. Grumbly. Can I have a, can I have a swig? <laughs> in all seriousness? Yes, of course. You have a cup. There's none left, but I will go make you some. You don't like it hot, do you? I'm so hoping you just drop that and spill it all over the <laughs> electronics. I don't know why. This is weird. Hello, friends, and welcome to an unexpected podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, in a little village called Amanda. Mm. And it's late. It's late or early, depending on right. yeah, what shift you're working. It's great, 11 though. to 7. Dude, I'm, I'm surprisingly awake for this time of the day. Me too. Or the night. Well, we just feeling inspired. Because a little bit of that coffee. And I'm feeling pretty good, too. Yeah. So Got a little Joe in us. A little Java. But, um, yeah, so this is um, this is episode three. Yeah. Three is company. Um, and we're back at it again. Yeah, we've got is, Suzanne Summers in the studio with us. Right. Thank God. Yeah. John Ritter. <laughs> Force Ghost. Oh, Jesus. There we go. Great show. Um, right. So uh, we always start off with a little quick counsel, just kind of getting to... Um, Talking about things that have happened in life. Catching up with each other. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get to talk during the setup because, well, right. I, I'm just going to, I'm going to enlighten our, our friends mm-hmm. um, in the book club that uh, right. Ez doesn't like to set up and talk at the same time. So <laughs> I like that personal it, yeah. touch and that communication. And he just um, doesn't appreciate conversation at that point of the day. So really the only time we have time to sit down and have a, uh, a good a moment, chat. right? Yep, yeah, is during quick counsel. It's so. right now, and you're all bitter about it. Good yeah. grief! Well, no, actually, I think to, I have every <laughs> to write, write to be mad. Seriously? I mean, yeah, let's put a poll out on Facebook. Okay, let's do it. Let's try it. Is is Lane allowed to be mad at me while I set up the equipment and not talk to him? No, I'm just <laughs> guys. Today, I think today, a lot of people on my side. <laughs> today, Lane actually set up cameras today, and so yeah. you know, I was well set up. Um, before yeah. the cameras were ready I to did go. Take, so, uh, I did take a long time today. But I'm uh, sorry for that. It's all good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. I'm just teasing you. But um, what's been going on, though? What's been happening? Uh, so paternity uh, leave is over. Mm-hmm. So I'm back to school now. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm definitely missing my girls at home. Uh, just recently watched this just, uh, different random mm-hmm. just recently watched lion finally have you seen lion no huh oh my gosh dude there was no tissues toilet paper or dry surfaces soft dry surfaces left in our house really i cried so hard it is one of the <clears throat> is it a movie bet yes okay yeah it was one of those um i mean like it was it was up for all kinds of awards last year dev right. patel the dude from slumdog millionaire okay um uh nicole kidman 
David Wenham. Right. Okay. Who plays cool. Faramir. Uh, played mm-hmm. Faramir. It's inc- And this little boy named Sonny, who's an Indian child actor. Dude, it's it makes me want to adopt every Indian kid. Hmm. Right? Right, yeah. Over yeah. 80,000 children go unaccounted for or missing in India every year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So starting the show on a high note. But seriously, it's a it's a it's, it, good. it's actually a really good story. I mean, it's is a it true on story. Or something or it's what? on Netflix. Okay. It's a true story. It's very inspiring and it just makes you it puts everything in perspective. Right. Like problems that you think you have, they're not really problems. Um, unless you're this living this kid's life, I guess, or something like it. Then yeah. But um beautiful story. Beautiful story. Yeah. It That's makes awesome. you want to want to do something greater with your life like a tolkien podcast right yeah, exactly pretty much that's well, i'm not that's even great. joking but yeah right <laughs> so yeah well, that's cool i've been looking what's up for, with you man well i've been looking for looking some for like, new stuff um, to... on netflix mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. if anybody has any recommendations let me know um the crown and we mentioned the crown sounds great i've only watched two episodes of that so i haven't really got into it yet yeah, but ezra's uh, not a fan of the crown no i mean i am i just i just haven't really old yankee you know, doodle over really there you know what i have been looking up though <laughs> have you seen what's that I was going to say Black Mirror. Have you seen Black Mirror? No. I think Black Mirror would be up your alley. Well, Just look it up. And watch okay. it. Okay. It's awesome. All right. Sounds like you're sending me down a dark, uh, I don't know, just sounds ominous. I don't know. <laughs> Is it about a horse? No, I'm I'm giving you tele- telepathic <laughs> uh, messages. Okay. About okay. a horse. Yeah. Do right. we have history with the horse? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> of a different color? Maybe. 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 We'll be talking about that later. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I no, what I was going to say was I've uh, been looking up, um, isn't there like a uh, conference coming up, like a Comic-Con conference in Indianapolis? Where, yeah. Um, old Sean Astin's going to be there. Is he going to be there? Yeah. Yeah. Is that coming up sooner? It is coming up. Yeah. What, in like April maybe? Or okay, March? Okay. Because I was looking ahead, because actually you sent me a link, I think, and I was looking into it, and then yeah. actually Tiffany from Swish and Flick was like, are you guys going to this? And Be I was kind of like, awesome. Because it's not that far from us. No, it's, so. it's three hours. Yeah. So I was like, Indianapolis oh, is actually, not that far. Um, cool idea. The only the only bummer is I know that he's he's great with fans, and mm-hmm. I, we, I think we got to meet him, and I mean, I know he wants, he's contacted us about wanting to be on the show right. with an interview. <clears throat> right. Um, no, he hasn't. Full disclosure, he actually has not done that. But we were hoping someday that Sean Aston <laughs> can come on here and tell us about Lord of the Rings and his career. That'd be a uh, mate. We'd be honored, we Sean, be. if you're right. listening. Um, but I've heard like he was supposed to come to Indianapolis last year or the, the previous time it was there, and something got uh, messed up in his schedule. And he wasn't able to make it. Really, and so that's that's a huge bummer. But I'd be willing to take the risk, even if he can't make it for whatever. I don't care the reason. Yeah, there's always a lot of good stuff at those. Things, yeah. So. That's good. Okay. Yeah. So that's what's up with me. I mean, basically just, you know, not much. It's wintertime, man. It is. There's not it's much hard. going on. It's hard. You know? And we, we have talked before about how we love. I love when winter is cold and snowy. Right. Uh, dark sometimes We're even. Snowed under. I don't mind it. Snowed under, baby. Let's bring right. it on. I like that because that's what winter's supposed to be. Um, it doesn't make it any easier. Right. So. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, yeah. So let's hop into, we're always looking ahead at the Amazon TV show. Always. Yeah, because we're um, kind it's of little, excited about it mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it's it's what's hot out there right now. So It's just a carrot. It's a <clears throat> carrot out there. Yeah. It's it's hope on the horizon. Absolutely. Well, that's Absolutely. a good name for a podcast. We yeah. should start a Lord of the Rings podcast, Hope oh on God. the Horizon. 
I'm not ready for the no. That's not, not happening yet. now, is it? Not yet. No. Okay, cool. All right. No. <laughs> uh, so, what what news do you have, Lane? What, what, what do we got? Yeah. Um, so, an unnamed TV and film exec uh, quoted. I'm just going to read the quote. Mm-hmm. You take for it whatever you want to. Or yeah, it is impossible to write off Amazon because its business is so multifaceted. Amazon's business model is different from other streaming services. The Tolkien deal dwarfs. Interesting choice of words mm-hmm, there. This mm-hmm. young man is, or old man is, mm-hmm. clearly with it. Mm-hmm. Dwarfs anything in the realm of what Netflix would ever be able to spend on a single franchise. Wow. Okay. I think Amazon will overtake Netflix on numbers, a creep rather than a revolution, and Disney has the brands and is making moves. So this okay. is just kind of a commentary on... Just the idea that Amazon would have it yes. over Netflix. And, and so, I mean, I think if you go back to... Our first episode, mm-hmm. I think it was the first reread episode where we first started doing chapter one. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, news. Um, I was kind of uh, on the fence about like Netflix, HBO, what Hulu even not winning it or not not um, securing the Lord of the Rings TV show and Amazon instead securing the show. Right, it just had me a little. I was like, I don't know. I mean, I, I love. There's a lot of Netflix shows I love, a lot of Hulu originals I love, uh, and HBO makes. Great shows. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I was a little worried about that just because I'm like, I don't know. Can Amazon, will, it, will they deliver? I know they have good shows, but they also have shows that no one's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. So this really put my um, uh, reason I, I want to show this. Is it kind of puts my anxiety at ease. I feel better. I think Amazon, I think it's in good hands. Right. Well, I like, I mean, you, know, you do need, I think, the money to do this, yeah. right? Okay. And we, money is important. But yes. something interesting, you got to get the right people because... Netflix got some some good directors in there. I mean, and yeah. surprised some people with some maybe even low budget creativity mm-hmm. stuff that they've done. So and Netflix does a great job of working with directors and studios and stuff mm-hmm. that already exist. Yeah, true. And they fund it and they just they do what they're gonna That's do true. anyway. That's true. So and I think I think it's gonna be good. I think it's it's um I don't know, it's just it's primed. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> to explode. Yeah. Get prime Amazon prime. prime. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Whoa. Yeah, that was okay. bad. That was delayed. Even more exciting than <clears> that, <throat> executives, uh, calming of my anxiety. This is sick, dude. Oh, if yeah. I could yell into the microphone, I would. I'm I'm not going red, though. I'm still green, no. which is good. You're still green, which is good. Yes. This is big news. Mm-hmm. Gandalf is DTR, my friend. And Gandalf means- is down to return. Okay. Right. Okay. In, in talking about the show here. Right. So recently, uh, on the Graham Norton show, he's he's kind of like uh, Britain's main um, um, uh, like nighttime personality. Right, he's like yeah. their Johnny yeah. Carson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <sighs> Ian McKellen was on there, mm-hmm. and he was asked about you know how do you feel about being replaced by a younger actor for the show because the show news had just broke. Mm-hmm. And Ian McKellen said, "What do you mean another Gandalf? I haven't said yes because I haven't been asked." But are you suggesting someone else is going to play it? <laughs> Who would be suitable? Right. Gandalf is over 7,000 years old, so I'm not too old. Dude. That's, that's epic. He's amazing. Because, I mean, he's what he's doing here is he's making a commentary yeah. about, um, like, I'm not too old. What are you talking about? Gandalf, could, right. he's, he's an old guy. I could still play him. And But he's also... So this could be this could be total sarcasm, but I think he's also down, man. I think he's open. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool because Gandalf is definitely someone 
who could provide that star power and provide one of our main heroes that kind of weaves in and out of another storyline even. Right. Maybe right. he makes an appearance for an episode or, or five minutes or half of a season. And he just comes and goes as Gandalf does. And it's that familiar touchstone for us that makes the ser- it almost makes the series work, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't be all about him. So Ian McKellen wouldn't have to... I mean, before he's had to dedicate like months and months and months like 16 months and like you know like uh 11 straight months of filming to lord of the rings for oh, a yeah, show he wouldn't absolutely. have to do that that's right and depending on where they film he wouldn't even have to leave um leave england right. if he didn't want to so that's right. that's pretty i'm excited about that so that's really kind of the big news with amazon that'd so be unreal if we, yeah that'd be really sick right i also think it'd be cool i wanted to get your um your idea on this because yeah. You love Gandalf. I love Gandalf too, but yours yeah. yours with a different passion, my friend. Yeah. Why do you feel about a, another actor taking on either another elderly actor? Mm-hmm. How does that? I don't know if that's the right term. Uh, veteran actor mm-hmm. taking on the role of Gandalf, or us seeing Gandalf as a younger wizard. See, I was. And how does that work? Right. Um, I would be cool if they did something where I don't know how they would do it. I mean, I think when they when they came when they were sent, right, mm-hmm. they came under the guise of wizened. My question, order, and that was right? my question, were they ever, did they ever, did he ever look young? No, I think, I don't, I don't know, actually. I mean, I believe, that I think they came at, with, that was the idea, that they were sort of. Um, They've always been physically old looking. Right, they're meant to be a guy right. by the side, you know, right. and so not necessarily out in the front leading, you know, I don't know, so. Yeah. Not, not that they don't, but it's just, right. it's like, uh, yeah, that would be really, really, it would be interesting to see that, or even before, you know, they're sent. I doubt oh, they yeah. do anything like that, yeah, but man, that'd maybe be somewhere cool. down the line. Flashbacks to it or something. Yeah, like that. dude. That'd be kind of cool. So cool stuff. Uh, yeah. Very cool stuff. Thank you, Ian McKellen, for dropping that nugget. That's got us wondering. Right. Yeah. Uh, the Tolkien biopic called Tolkien mm-hmm. is finished, it's wrapped. They're in post-production. There's no new news there. Okay. Uh, yep. Keep us updated. If you find something out about the Tolkien uh, film that we've just missed, let us know about that. Same with the show. If if you have heard some kind of, I don't even care. Do we care if it's true or le- or rumor? <laughs> Not at all. Please right. <laughs> send us anything that, that you're coming across too because we want to continue this conversation and have your input well, as well. And also theories. You know, I mean, we're, there's yeah. like, I would love to hear get into theories as to what they're going to yeah. do yeah. and um, new characters and things like that. Yeah. Because something I've found too is um, I can have my own theories and ideas about what's going to happen, but it's pretty limited until I hear other people's ideas. Mm-hmm. Once I hear other people's ideas too, it it like just kind of piggybacks on theirs and then, you know, I come up with another idea and then I'll hear your idea and it just, it just oh, yeah. helps. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Make it, it's a, yeah. Builds it even bigger. Right, right. Okay, cool. That's all I have for uh, show news and, and uh, dropping eaves, my friend. That's fine. For That's rumors. good. Yeah. I like it. That's some good stuff. Um, so next we always we, we jump into our Middle Earth calendar here. We uh, Today in Middle Earth, um, we've got a few dates here. I think the last time we left you was the 20... Is that right? 23rd, 24th of uh, yeah January. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. So that's actually when we're... So this one's a spoiler... Uh, so if you if you yeah. if you, this is the first time reading it and you want to be unimpeded, close your ears for us. Right, okay. right. Yep. Gandalf continues <clears throat> to pursue the Balrog to the peak of Zaraxagil. Then the next day, on January twenty fifth, Gandalf casts the Balrog from the mountain, 
but passes away afterwards. His body lies on the peak. Mm-hmm. Then three days later, oh, which, never mind. Uh, three mm-hmm. days later, on January 28th, the fellowship rests in Lothlorien. Um, and then February 14th, good old Valentine's Day. I don't know if they celebrate that in Middle Earth. Uh, <laughs> here's another spoiler, uh, the second half of this, so close your ears if you don't want to hear it. Um, in Lothlorien, we have the Mirror of Galadriel with Frodo and Sam and Galadriel. And then Gandalf returns to life and lies in a trance. Right. Magical that's some, dude. That's some good times. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Which we'll be getting there. Yeah. Um, kind of neat that where we started this podcast and then like where the fellowship is, you know, in it Middle is Earth to kind of think it? about where they're at and then we're coming up behind them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Almost like we're tracking them. Yeah. You know what I mean? We are. So that's right. Their pace is quickening. <clears throat> yes, they it must is. have called us end. <laughs> what should we um now? What, what, what we're gonna have a lot of fun with this with this chapter. This chapter was oh yeah a blast. We're right. not gonna tell you specifically what we're gonna do. Ezra, can I just share for a second that yeah, Ezra's sure. bookmark is a flathead screwdriver? Yeah. So what? <laughs> I mean, what's the big deal? <laughs> like, show the camera. I was telling him before. I feel kind of nervous because I don't know if. I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this have seen Secret Window. It's a pretty popular Johnny Depp film based on a Stephen King short I just, story. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, um, a dude dies by getting one of those through his temple. So I'm a little nervous if, I mean, if as snaps or just, I don't know, loses don't his cool for a second. It's pretty late at night. Right. Don't worry. We're good. Okay. I'm feeling good. Okay. I, right. I trust you. I'm not too angry Implicitly. yet at anything that's happened so, in, okay. in the chapter. I mean, I'm a, there's going to be some, you know, in three is company here. There's some good, uh, there's some good stuff. There's some scary moments there. Are, dude, it is so, and, and, uh, intense. Maybe apt that we're talking about uh, a scary film because there are moments in here that are straight up horror film, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yep. they, and, and the way he, oh man, just the way Tolkien uh, describes them and the way they kind of creep up on you even mm-hmm. it, it like it affects you. Right, it does. It does. It's amazing. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. All right, so... Um, you want to dig into it? Yeah, this is the reread. Here we go, baby. Three is company. Right. Um, we have a recap, and uh, just a quick plug again, if you ever want to write one of these recaps yeah. for us or write a summary, hit us up on Patreon, let us know, and uh, we'll take your recap, we'll put it in there, and we'll read it. A little golf clap for that idea. I think it's yeah. a, a, a great idea. And a great idea. I just feel Congrats like it's a way, to you, sir. It's a way to get more members of the book club involved and, and you know... And we can hear so, there. Yeah. And it's also interesting, too, because people summarize and recap things very differently. Right. And so it'll be cool to get people's voices in here. So it's not just absolutely our perspective every time. It's our club's perspective. Yeah, you could do it. I love that. You could do it in, in different tones. You know, with, with you could do it as a character. Uh, that's right. That's right. That'd be a good one. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> that's good. You could do it as us. You could pretend to be one of us. Wow. <laughs> Which is a scary thought. That is scary. Um, yeah. I pretend to be myself all the time. <clears throat> So the recap, uh, where we are so far. <laughs> Hobbiton is enduring all the queerness it can handle. Oh, I like the way you said that. Right. The Hobbits are consumed by talk of Mad Baggins, walking elms, and rumors about strange folk traveling through the Shire. Frodo learns the ring that he inherited is not a lesser ring. And not just a great ring, but that his ring is the one ring to rule them all. Gandalf and Frodo devise a plan to get the ring to safety. Wow. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, I mean, that's, that's where we, I mean, that was a long podcast. We took our time in that. It was. And there was some, there's some deep and sweaty stuff in there. Lots of lore in that episode. Um, you had to get chapter. deep in talk yeah. to use, to use Gandalf's own words. You had to get deep in talk to understand what's going on there. 
and really I think just out of respect for the work Tolkien put into it, mm-hmm. you got to take at least two and a half hours to talk about it, yeah. right? I mean, you do. There's just so many references and stuff and, yeah. and, and allusions and to his own work. I, I we could have even gone deeper. We could have. We could have spent more time there, but but yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was good. It's, it's epic. That's why we we always look for the for that thread to kind of see what mm-hmm. else we missed and on on Facebook just to kind of see yes you know uh, other connections and, and other people's so. viewpoints. It's great. Very enlightening. Yeah. yeah. All right, so um, our summary for Chapter 3, Three is Company. Um, Frodo and his company set out for Crick Hollow Cottage yeah, in baby. Buckland. Yeah. All right, so I love, I love uh, Crick Hollow Cottage, right? Me too. All right. Um, along the way, they sing songs inspired by Bilbo, and they enjoy the countryside. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a good time. Yeah, it, it starts it off. Really it really And what's crazy is that, that there's a little bit of a, a contrast right there, right, in the beginning mm-hmm. of this chapter compared to the end of... <laughs> The last chapter. Yeah, right. right. It, we're still happy because Sam joined. We know Sam's going to go with us, but yeah. right before that, boy, Frodo was in a panic. Dark. Okay? Dark place. Yeah, so there's a little bit of um, levity happening. We're mm-hmm. not as uh, ominous, yeah, as before. Right, yeah. right. Um, but not long into their journey, uh, they encounter a black rider or riders, mm, okay, as good point. mentions. Yes. Um, the hobbits hide, and Frodo fights the urge to use the ring. Mm-hmm. The riders Tested. Can, Frodo's tested. Oh, he is absolutely right off the bat. He is tested, and that's and he's tested more than once. Actually, I just yeah. I, I mentioned here just the one time, but yeah. uh, he's mentioned he's tested multiple times. The riders continue to pursue them um, until a band of elves pass their way. Mm-hmm. The elves find it curious that three hobbits are abroad at night. They allow the hobbits to travel with them to Woodhall. Yeah. So, and then I didn't want to really talk about the end because I think that's the juicy part. So. Of this chapter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll get so, into it. There we go. Yeah, that's our summary. We're going to dive deep and uh, get into the details and fill up the corners. Fill up the corners. Yeah, that's, that's right. pretty good. Let's you talk got about room for it? You got room for the corners? I room, man. I'm ready to go. Um, <laughs> got some <laughs> strawberries and cream in you? <laughs> More than enough. Um, let's talk about the, let's break this down into, we have leaving bag end. Okay, yeah. Is, 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 that's our first third. I've divided this one into thirds for us. It's not that it's a shorter chapter. It's just... Um, like we said, it's mm-hmm. more narration. It's more, uh, or what's the word? Um, there's just exposition more, almost. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Details and, and scenery and stuff like that. Um, our second one, what did I say here? I said leave. Ooh. As did you feel ooh. like, um, did you feel like this? Okay, the last two chapters, there was a lot of, like, I felt like we were, well, obviously, this is dumb. Or silly. I feel like we, we, you, you really were transported to being in that room in Bag End and mm-hmm. just as overwhelmed as Frodo was. Yeah. Right? With all right. this information overload. And this really, even the way it's written and the way you take it in, you feel like you're just kind of out on the open road. There are lulls between conversation. There's times where you're singing, times where you're not talking at all, times where you're eating. That's times when you're washing point. your face with ice cold water and times where visitors come past or you're not sure who you're going to meet on the road. That's a really good point. So I really felt like I was on a road with them. I don't know. It's the way he crafted the chapter too, I think. That's exactly yeah. right. Because, you know, when you're in the moment, you're blowing up a moment where like a wizard is revealing that this is the one ring of power. Mm-hmm. You kind of slow it down and you stop and you start to kind of look at what was said, the dialogue, you yeah. know, a twitch of an eyebrow. Or, it creates or, or an analytical reader. Right. Yes. Yeah. This is more of a... Well, and if it, I, we're on long walks, so we have longer yeah. passages, yes. paragraphs of 
you know, detailed uh, descriptions of yep. what's happening around them. I'm consuming more here. I'm more right. of a, a I'm, I feel like a traveler. I'm looking at, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the countryside with the hobbits, taking it in, not having to think so much necessarily, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I'm reacting more. In the previous chapters, I'm, like you said, you were, we're analyzing everything. Mm-hmm. We're digging in, trying to figure out like what is actually going on, the, the bigger, larger significance of what's being said, the backstory. Whereas here it's, okay, here you go. So in the previous chapters, it's the, it's the road behind. Yeah. And in this chapter, it's the world ahead. Right. Right. We're, we're moving mm-hmm. in and, and it's happening now. We're living, right. the, we're walking this adventure. We're not talking about other people's adventures anymore. We're beginning our own. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 You're right. We're, we're, we've stepped out the door. Yes. You know, we've been swept away. Right. Uh, and yeah. No telling where you may be. That's right. Swept off to my friend. Um, so we'll start with leaving bag. End. Yeah. I'm sorry. I totally no, you're sidetracked fine. you there. You're fine. And then, um, then we'll hop onto the road and then at the end we'll talk with uh, some wood elves. Yeah. So beautiful. yeah. So, um, so just those three uh, categories for us today. Um, Frodo, in leaving Bag End here, he makes plans to leave Hobbiton. So, he's yeah, this very is sad, isn't this? Yeah, this is this is a little somber. I mean, yeah. but he's he's uh, he has to, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. and he's subtle in how he does this. He doesn't want to just, you know, disappear or vanish. And Gandalf says it wouldn't be wise. To no, it would not be. He advises him not to just disappear because then what would right. happen? He, has, right, well, I, he says, "I said soon, not instantly." Right? Yeah. I love how I love how, dude. Uh, people are always misinterpreting Gandalf, but he's always quick to say, "That's not what I said." Right. I didn't mm-hmm. say what you're accusing me of. I didn't say right away. Right. I said soon. Right. Not exactly. immediately. Yeah. So check yourself, man. Right. I didn't call you a thief. You know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Back to yeah. The, yeah. So yeah. Um, it's great. But but you know, Frodo decides here, and this is what what's great about this is that like. You know, Tolkien made a decision here. We already, and we're so happy that we got to to spite the Sackville uh, Bagginses, right? Yeah. Um, Lobelia and uh, what's his name? Otho. Otho. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, now we have to sell it, right? Yeah. We have to sell Bag End and we have to move to Crick Hollow <clears throat> in the country uh, beyond uh, Buckleberry. Yeah. So this is this is hard, but we, we have to sell it. And it, I think it's... um. He even has to endure some of these rumors that like maybe he's running out of money. Yep. You know? Yeah. And, and that's sort of hard, but he doesn't correct the rumors or anything like that. No. It's just sort of the it's idea. Almost, and it's almost like he, I think he kind of welcomes those rumors. Mm-hmm. Because, right. hey, that rumor is not, oh, he's got a magic ring. He's got the ring of power. It's He's running out of money. Sure, fine. If that's what you want to think, that's cool. That would keep inquisitors off my trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's kind of what he's afraid of, too, is there's there's people that are inquiring about him. As the chapter moves on, absolutely, yeah, 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 they are. And so you might wonder, you know, right, at, right there at the end, we were uh, of the last chapter uh, of of chapter two, we're talking about what to do, and we yeah. said here in our recap, I think, just sort of like their idea was to keep the ring or to move the ring to a safer place. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I thought I'd just read a little bit. We are going to do more reading, I think, in this chapter. Yeah. It's just a free flowing sort of like, yeah, um, read some of these paragraphs. I've got a lot then. of stuff underlined. Cool, because it spoke to me, like, yeah, yeah big time. So. Yeah. Uh, just real quick as we get to why we're going and where we're going um, towards danger, but not too rashly nor too straight. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and answered uh, the wizard. If you want my advice, make for Rivendell. That journey should not prove too perilous, though. The road is less easy than it was. Yeah. And it will grow worse as, as the, the year, year fails. fails. 
And it's interesting too, before that too, they're talking about, so that's talking about where, where he should go mm-hmm. with the ring. And before it's, it's, um, when should he go? How long should he wait? Oh yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Gandalf even says it will be worth a little bit of a delay. Yeah. So it's, it's worth it to wait, but not too long. Right. Right. You can't delay too long. And that's when Frodo says, okay, what about in the autumn when I leave for my birthday? And remember, this is April that they're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he's talking about waiting five months. Right. Which seems like to me in, in, in okay, different, different eras. Right. Right. Shire time and middle earth time is different from our time. I think five months, I'm like, dang, dude, that's uh that's four months and three weeks way too long. Mm-hmm. But yeah. here, five months is a reasonable time, right? So right. he's he's got it planned. I'm gonna wait on my wait until my birthday or our birthday is what he calls it. He doesn't oh, call yeah, it right. my birthday; he calls right. it our birthday. Right. Um, and even though he said, you know, he feels reluctance to start, he feels that at that time because he knows how he gets in the in the autumn that he'll be more eager yeah. to go. Because right. that's the time Bilbo left, and that's the time he wants to go on his adventure. So right. he's had that yeah. feeling before, and so it yes. just, it, I think, yeah, you're right. Yep. That's a really good call. Yep. So yeah. Um, so yeah, we're we've we've talked about time. We've talked about when when to leave, and now we're talking about where to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being Rivendell, right? Mm-hmm. So um, let's see. So one summer's evening, an astonishing piece of news reached the ivy bush and green dragon. This is kind of funny. Giants um, and other portents on the border of the Shire were forgotten for far more important <laughs> matters. Yeah. Right? This is, yep. I got it underlined too. Right? I mean, so Mr. Frodo was selling Bag End. Yep. I mean, I just thought that was kind of cool that it's more important than giants and trolls yeah. and, you know, strangers. The dark shadow. Right. Right. Yeah. It's so, funny. And it says, indeed, it's already been sold to who of all people? The sack, or of all hobbits, mm-hmm. the Sackville Bagginses. Right. For a nice bit, too, said some, at a bargain price, said others. And that's more likely when Mistress Lobelia is the buyer. And we learn here that Otho had died. Right. Yeah, so Otho never, never got to got see to. it. Right. Right. Uh, but really, it's Lobelia who's obsessed with it anyway. So. Right. Yeah. Mm hmm. And that's where you get the rumors. Frodo's money's running out. Uh, he's going down to Buckland with all his weird relations, right? They're weird over there. Close to the old forest. They're nuts. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they, they again, they say, to most it suggested a dark and yet unrevealed plot by Gandalf. Right. Yeah. Gosh, it's dude. Gandalf's fault. Right. Crucifying Gandalf yet again. Yeah. Yeah, so. so um, and they say that he's, you know, he's hiding up in Bag End because Gandalf stays with them for a bit. He does. And right. they say he's hiding there and he's he only comes out at night and he's not making his presence, keeping it as low profile as, as possible. Mm-hmm. Stays there for over two months. He does actually, yeah. That's crazy. And, and, and what's interesting is what um, he, he's he's hiding there, and I think I wonder if if he would have stayed all that time if it weren't he got this yeah. an, he got anxious right about some news in the yeah. south, and then and, so he and doesn't necessarily leave. he doesn't tell Frodo right no he doesn't what tell he heard. what he knew no he right. does not right um, probably doesn't want to frighten him or maybe he's unsure himself can I ask you something so, yeah mm-hmm. could I pay you to live in Bag End during that time what would the mood be like after Gandalf drops all these bombs and then he just sticks around for a couple months wow. I mean what's are you doing some heavy drinking what are they talking are you smoking about? pipe weed right you know are you, they talking at all like what what would you that would be a a strained two months, I would mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Plus Gandalf isn't going out. He's standing, he's maybe he's dug back in, in a room, just kinda mm-hmm. 
I don't know. But, smoking and and uh, like envisioning the future. I don't know what he's doing. Deep in wisdom or something or uh, consulting himself. Or maybe he is talking to Frodo a, this whole time. A plan? A contingency plan also. Maybe this right. plan doesn't work It's a long else. time to be right. sitting around. Right. Like it's very interesting. Yeah. And then how does he hear this news? That's the other thing I want to know. It just says that he hears news. Right. How, how did he hear it? Right. And that, that takes me back to the last chapter where he, he said that he has um, the Shire was being protected and, mm-hmm. and there were people on the borders. That yeah, were so maybe of, he had an informant that came and let him know about something yeah. that was going on. Maybe he slipped in during the night when no one's watching. Yeah. yeah. So it said that Gano you know, cool. stayed in the Shire for over two months. Then one evening at the end of June, soon after Frodo's plan had um, had been finally arranged, he suddenly announced that he was that he was going off again next morning. Yep. Um, only for a short while, I hope, he said. But I'm going down beyond the southern borders to get some news if I can. Um, I've been idle longer than I should. Yeah. So he doesn't like there to stay, you know, in no. one place too long. I'm sure he's, it's making him uneasy. Right. Yeah. yeah. He needs to keep moving so he, he he's hearing the whispers and the yeah. he can see the movement himself yeah. of Middle Earth. And you're right, too. I think, I think he was staying there for Frodo. That was it. He was yeah. trying to trying to make Frodo feel more calm you and can't probably drop easy. Drop something like that. I don't think on just Frodo. Disappear. And just disappear. I bet you they. Nah. I bet you they hashed it out over and over. Probably. And maybe they really, were having conversations right. every night. Yeah. And yeah. and maybe he was even preparing them for what he might face. Yeah. I mean, you'd think that there would have to be something going on. There's some kind of. There's a reassuring presence lessons. too. Just of yeah. Him just even being there. You know. I think it's interesting too. It says right after that. It's so crazy. You're underlining stuff, and I'm underlining right after that. Mm-hmm. It's we're like you know filling in the gaps for each other yeah at first frodo was a good bit uh good deal disturbed and wondered often what gandalf would have heard and this is just so funny this is just like hobbits but his uneasiness wore off and in the fine weather he forgot his troubles for a while which maybe is probably a a, i mean it's definitely a good thing Mm -hmm. right he takes his mind off of it for a little bit he's going to be on this journey he doesn't need to think about it anymore uh, you know than he has to and so he he enjoys his time Right. right, a fair summer and so rich in autumn. Mm-hmm. Right, he takes takes it easy. The trees laden down with apples. Honey was dripping in the combs, and the corn was tall and full. <laughs> so he enjoys his hobbit life for a little bit. He's right. about to embark on this journey, and maybe you know, in his mind, he he says this: "I might never come back." Right, I might never come back. So mm-hmm. it's it's good that he has this moment where he can step back and enjoy. That's right. The wealth it's, of the Shire. That's a really good richness. point. It's a good thing he didn't have to just up and then, you know, yeah. leave like we see in the movie. Yeah. It's, it's much more like he had time. It's a goodbye. It's saying goodbye. Yeah. It's, or or goodbye for now or, yeah, yeah. Making preparations and, and things yeah. like that. So, yeah. I mean, it was twofold. You know, it's like you get that um, that that long goodbye to the Shire or to mm-hmm. Hobbiton, and then you're also trying to deceive not deceive, yeah, I guess. Well, for, well, protect and deceive, I guess. Yeah. Make sure no one really realizes his true intention in moving to Krakala. Right. You know? So right. So that that it that's something that's gonna be that's a lot for for a hobbit, you know, to, to have yeah, to endure man. right now. Oh so, my gosh, yeah. Um Okay, let's see what else we have here. Uh we as we get closer to September. And plus he can't tell anybody. Yeah. He can't tell anybody. Like maybe he could talk to Sam, Sam about it. Right. Right. But they probably don't I would imagine he wouldn't just go, hey, Sam, let's come up here for a drink and let's just kind of talk because mm-hmm. of those not knowing who's listening. Mm-hmm. Gandalf's warning about, you know, don't use the ring and be careful who you tell about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, there's lots of spies everywhere. 
Yeah. So what's what's be a huge burden to take on already. Right. Is what's interesting is how this company grows, which is what we're going to get into because you're yeah. right. He can only talk to Sam right now. Yeah. Um, but his other friends are not idle. You know, no, which is no. cool. We noticed that in chapter two, mm-hmm. they're watching him from afar. Yep. Right there was just hinting. And they to know us what's going on. Then chapter three, they know something else right. is going on. Yeah. I mean, we know later on you can't keep him out of secret meetings. You right. know, I mean, you know, top secret <laughs> well, meetings. Footsie there, you know? sorry. Oh, Ed's just playing footsie with me. He's getting a little excited about top yeah. secret meetings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, I, I was about to say we're getting closer to. Yeah, um, September twenty second. Yes, we are. So and we Frodo's get to getting enjoy all that time. Yeah, and Frodo's getting more and more anxious. Right. He would have expected to see Gandalf by now. Well, Gandalf says he, that he says at the latest he would at return. At the latest on his birthday. On his birthday. So these last two, it's the twentieth, and they're moving. They're moving stuff to his new house. Mm-hmm. He's getting stuff moved to his new house. Still hasn't seen him. He's very very anxious. Then um, he gives his. He has his farewell feast. Mm-hmm. Right, and we're envisioning snowing food and raining drink. Yeah, but you know, and it it's was not. a smaller feast than what I really yep. It's an remember. intimate and it's in a way it's kind of cool. It's like an intimate goodbye. Right. Right? It's it's his four helpers. Right? Yeah. And he didn't even really feel like because this stuff was weighing on because Gandalf's absence was still there, he couldn't really he says he can't really enjoy it. And he's got mm-hmm. this burden too. Um you know, the thought that he would have to so soon part with his young friends weighed on his heart. He wondered how he would break it to them. So he's also processing these these interpersonal uh, dilemmas of how do I tell, how do I, I'm going to have to leave Mary and Pippin, two of my buddies, Falco and Fatty. Mm-hmm. How do you, it sounds like a, it sounds like a great curse word. I know. The Falco. <laughs> uh, you know, how do I tell them what's going on without telling them what's going on? And mm-hmm. how do I say goodbye for a long period of time when they're expecting me to be around just in a different location? Right. And, and, do, you, and do you think too, like if he's not enjoying his farewell feast and, like what is he telling Mary and and, and yeah. Pippin? Like why is it what reason Through is his, he given yeah. to go get Crick Hollow? You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah, they're just they're helping him, right? Um, so yeah. they're, they're in on something, which which yeah. we find out yeah. here just a little bit. But uh, I also underlined too. I love that uh, he calls the Sackville Bagginses Bagginses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The SBs, yeah, which is pretty close to SOBs, right? Mm-hmm. Which I like. That's it's great. It's a nice little, yeah, yeah. And how he uh, he doesn't leave any of the old vineyards left. He drinks all the wine. Heck no, that's don't so, leave that around. That is so Suck great. That actually. down, baby. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Um, so yeah, I head down just that they um, included some good wine, good time with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, they got know. a sniff of air. They got a sniff of air. And a glimpse of the stars. That's right. That's right. And but but that that portion ends. Gandalf had not come. I think he was still holding out. I mean, obviously he was. That whole that whole time, that whole feast, you know, it's just like Gandalf. He's going to burst in at the last minute. I'll be put, to, my fears will be put to rest. We'll finish this food. And then traveling to Krikala won't seem so oh, for uh, sure. uneasy. Yeah. 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 And, well, and, and, and Gandalf actually tells him, he goes, you may need my company, which is cool. That word right. company. I love, I just love how he titles his chapters and you've got. Yeah, you know, we we talked about shadows so much in the last one, and now we're talking about company. Yeah, a company of elves coming along, and yeah. just so many different things. And the intimate company of his yes, his birthday feast. Right, Absolutely. it's not a it's not a gross. It's a company. Right, exactly. Yeah. Wow. So wow, I don't know, but yeah, he good says catch. That, I did yeah. not catch that. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. He says that he would need his company along the way, and then it's just, it's yeah. it's disheartening that Gandalf is not there, but yet 
it's filled. It's definitely filled yeah. by by Sam and Pippin yeah. when we when we get going here. Yeah. So yeah. Um, right in that next morning, um, Fatty after lunch takes off. Yeah. All right. He's he's done. So um, we don't see him until much much later. Mm-hmm. I think we mm-hmm. uh, right mm-hmm. um, years mm-hmm. in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and uh, Mary uh, Brandybuck packed up the last of Frodo's things. Um, and set up for Crick Hollow. So he went on ahead of them, yeah. um, right? Actually, uh, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, someone's got to get the get the warm the house before you come. Right, exactly. Said. Yeah, yeah. And it was what's neat is he didn't. There's a lot of things, and I wonder what did he keep? What all was there that he kept in that he that that he did not give up in bag end? Yeah. That he just moved. Yeah. Um, for safekeeping and yeah. stuff. So I'm sure that there was plenty. Several carts had went probably, on ahead. Probably like, a chest like, with like some, ahead of that. Yeah. With some gold. Smelling a troll, yeah. I would think something. Yeah, there's got to be something be, there. Yeah. Be. So, um, actually, no, I'm sorry, uh, I was wrong. I had Fatty and Falco switched up there. Um, Falco is actually the one who stayed up through lunch. Yes. Um, Fatty went on ahead Fatty's with hanging Mary. Out. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yep. Yep. Um, and so then, and then Mary stayed with Frodo. Yep. So, so we see here that uh, or Pippin stayed. Yes, Pippin stayed. Yep. Yeah, change that. So we see here that Frodo's restless and anxious. He's listening in vain for a sound of Gandalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can almost just—I mean, you know—you know what that feels like, too, right? Someone's supposed to show up to something, and they're not showing up, and you haven't heard from them, and it just makes you. Again, he's—he Frodo's become—he's just so relatable. Like you mm-hmm. know exactly how that feels. You—you you mm-hmm. can't think about any like, even if he's thinking about other things, that thought is constantly in the back of his mind. Where's Gandalf? What happened to him? What did he hear before he left? That made him need to leave, and and did it become his demise? Well, and then if he didn't like, share, right, right? If he didn't share, whether that was attached and related to this awful news that he had learned, because yeah. uh, don't forget in chapter two, um, I don't know that we mentioned this, but Gollum is is he is seeking out Bilbo, he, right. He's looking out, he's yes. looking for a Baggins, yeah, and the Shire, yeah. Okay, he wants so, his, his precious back, right? So he's precious. worried about that, right? <laughs> So, um, Packing's is chocolate for my yeah. <laughs> That was for you, babe. That's good. That's good. All right. Um, so, yeah, just it's just hard. It's hard to leave, dude. Yeah. Then they have lunch, and Lobelia shows up and sticks her nose in it, and is a big jerk. She does. Yep. You know, she, she does. Um, with her son Lotho, who again later on, yeah. big deal. Some important stuff happens yeah. with, with, with Ooh, Lotho. Good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. At the very end of this series. Yeah. So, but. Um, yeah. So then they have they have their last meal, right? Which is lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is great. Is it talking about how they? Uh, where does it say that they left the dishes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, awesome. They, 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 yeah, that's they, again. That's they Bil- made sure. Yep. That's Bilbo know? coming out in Frodo. Leave the dishes for them to do. Right. Um, I have some stuff I kind of wanted to read. Is that cool? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Just some, uh, just masterful writing from mm-hmm. Tolkien again. Yeah. The sun went down. Baggins seemed sad and gloomy and disheveled. Frodo wandered uh, wandered around the familiar rooms and saw the light of the sunset fade on the walls and shadows again, shadows mm-hmm. creep out of the corners. It grew slowly dark indoors. So this place that we've seen as full of light mm-hmm. and life and energy and homey and always comfortable is is changing hands and it's uh, I don't know. It's just it's just well. It's also foreshadowing the fate of Baggins itself. Uh, so gosh, yeah. he yeah he went out and walked down uh, to the gate at the bottom of the path 
and then on a short way down the hill road. He half expected to see Gandalf come striding up through the dusk. Mm -hmm. The sky was clear and the stars were growing bright. It's going to be a fine night, he said aloud. That's good for a beginning. I feel like walking. I can't bear any more hanging about. I'm going to start and Gandalf must follow me. He turned to go back. This this is where so you have this like this farewell moment mm-hmm. and then dude it shifts beats like that right, quick. It goes Real from quick. sad and mournful to this freaks me out. This scares me more than direct contact what's about to happen. Well actually this is interesting like like not that we talk a lot about what what happens in the movie but yeah. like this is a moment that you could have done in the movie where it's like whoa it would have been scarier than anything like just, they did with the with the Dark Riders, right. Black Riders. Yeah. I yeah, I agree with you. Uh, so he says, "Yeah." So he turned to go back, and then stopped, for he heard voices just around the corner by the end of Bagshot Row. One voice was certainly the old Gaffer's. Okay, cool, no problem. The other was strange and somehow unpleasant. He could not make out what it said, but he heard the Gaffer's answers, which were rather shrill. The old man seemed put out. No, Mr. Baggins has gone away. Went this morning, and my Sam went with him. Anyway, all his stuff went. Yes, sold out and gone, I tell ye. Why? Why is none of my business or yours? Where to? That ain't no secret. He's moved to Buckleberry, or some such place away down yonder. Yes, it is. A tidy way. I've never been so far myself. There are queer folks in Buckland. No, I can't give no message. Good night to ya. Footsteps went away down the hill. So, dude, he's like, he's inches from this Mm -hmm. inquirer. Frodo wondered vaguely uh, why the fact that they did not come up the hill seemed a great relief. Yes. And okay. Interesting. Okay. That's actually really, really, really important um, because later on, I'm like knocking my mic, sorry. um, We we learn, uh, we learn more about these black riders Uh and their presence. And right now that we don't even know that's. That's what it is. I know. We have no idea. Right. But it, that is being set up right here. Yes, it is. Which is unreal. Yes, it, and, I know. And it's, it takes like a reread or like a look back once you get there mm-hmm. to say, wow, right there is like the first time that you felt that. And he was how, I mean, not inches, obviously, but, but 30, 40, just, just down the hill from like his doom. Right. That's the scariest thing. And it, what's even more unsettling is it, it's in the heart of the Shire. Mm-hmm. We've been, and, and we've been told you know that that Gat, Gandalf set up these these watchers, and the bounders are out. The Shireling bounders are out, keeping dark figures out of the Shire. And this thing got in, and we don't necessarily know. Like I said, we don't really know uh, yet that it's bad or evil. And he and Frodo just kind of shrugs it off here. Mm-hmm. He says, um, he just says, "I'm sick of questions and curiosity about my doings. I suppose uh, what an inquisitive lot they all are." He probably thinks it's some some hobbit or some just nosy um you know up to no good right. busybody but yeah yeah here's something interesting though and maybe i'm looking into this too much and maybe i'm just misreading it no but, give it to me man um he said footsteps went away down the hill yeah so was this was he unmounted was this or yeah. what, or was was that the i mean who's walking down the hill right that to me, almost like when they're up on horses, I don't, when they're down on their feet walking around, yeah, they seem scarier to me. I don't know why, but oh, yeah, they, they they just do. And so here's something interesting too: is before you before you, uh, this is kind of jumping ahead. 
But if you're reading this for the very first time and you don't know about Black Rider, so that's that's a frame that we're looking through. We know or we remember that that's who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good point. That's you, a good point. Right. This could just be a stranger to you if this is your first. It, or maybe uh, read. I mean, yeah. here's here's the other thing that I guess we don't know necessarily yet either is that Gandalf has appeared as a beggar mm-hmm. during his travels. Gandalf went to uh, Edoras and appeared as a beggar to see if he'd be admitted, and he was turned away as mm-hmm. a test. Mm-hmm. And so I I I had honestly forgotten that this was a black writer for sure mm-hmm. i was reading through this again and i was like hold on a second now i was like i know i'm supposed to think this is a black writer and i forgot that later on that's they clarify that or right. tolkien clarifies that but Sam. i was yeah. yes mm-hmm. i was thinking to myself yeah that's right i was thinking to myself is this uh is this what he like gandalf and was he pulling what he did at Edoras to try and see if right if Gaffer would give him any information, mm-hmm. it's just interesting. It, 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 it would, that's almost one of those things that would be cool if it was left to mystery. If we didn't actually know it was a black rider. Right. It's, it makes it scarier that we find that out, but right. it would have been interesting if he would have just left that up to the reader's interpretation. Cause you could have surmised it was a black rider anyway. Right. Well, it's the same thing that they did sort of like when uh, Sam was talking about his cousin seeing that walking elm tree. Right. So the, we you figure we it's action, an end. You figure it is. Right. But you're never told out. I mean, I love, right, right. People were talking about um, could that have been some of the int wives? Yeah, that yeah. was a big thing for a while. Could that have been an int wife? Yeah, that was wandering. Oh, that they that's could right, find, right. So, because it, there's it nothing wasn't. right, and there's nothing explicitly evil that happens in this interchange. <clears throat> Gaffer's not hurt, right? He's not hurt or threatened or anything. This this he creature seem put out. He yes, yeah, so he seemed annoyed. That's how I that's okay. how I take that. He's annoyed, right? He's having to answer okay. all these questions, and he doesn't want to. Tell him the answers because yeah. he's protecting the right, baggins. Right. Okay. Yeah, but interesting. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh. Okay, so let's see here. So, so then he, he rolls back up there and he's got um, he's got Pippin waiting for him, right? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> did uh, you like how uh, Sam was saying goodbye? Yes. Yeah. Is that it, what you're about to yeah, read? So, right. Do it, do Wait, where's yeah. that? Do you have it? <laughs> yeah. He gets his last little swig in. Right. Yeah. Um, was it uh, Frodo stepped inside the door? Sam, he called. Sam, time coming, sir. Came the answer from far within, followed soon by Sam himself wiping his mouth. He had been saying farewell to the beer barrel in the cellar. All aboard, Sam, said Frodo. Yes, sir. I'll ask for a good bit now. <laughs> awesome, dude. That is actually. Fueling up, baby. Yeah. Um, but important here, he sends Sam back down to uh, Bagsh- um, Bagshot yeah. Row. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of talk to what was he? He was had to give he him was something. Passing right? the key off, wasn't he? For oh, bag right. end, yeah, giving yeah. it to uh, Gaffer, yeah. yeah. And then he had to, um, Sam had to cut back up and meet with him, right? So, yeah. so they're off at last. Um, I sh- love, I love the way they they disappear too, or yeah. the way they go off. Right, right. Uh, they jumped over the low place in the hedge at the bottom and took to the fields, passing in the darkness like a rustle in the grasses. Yeah, like a rustle in the grass, and also that he's following Bilbo if he had known it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even realize, mm-hmm. but he's taking the same exact path that Bilbo did. Right. So cool. That is actually really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then they kind of like, like this next little bit here, they sort of talk about what they want to do, right? They sort of mm-hmm. kind of talk about how they're going to, um, you know, set off. I mean, in case you, we missed this part, I guess, but they're going to walk yeah. from Hobbiton uh, to Krakala. Yeah. So, or to Buckleberry Ferry. At least, right? Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and and then from there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, um, they talk about Sam's pack, and this is just is more characterization for Sam. It's yeah. just that he he you know took on more. He's one of the younger. He's a, he's a younger Hobbit. Yeah, you know, and so he's taking on a lot more. And also um, watching out for his, you know, taking care of his master. Right. Yeah. So 
what he does. Yeah. You know? So dude, I love the, uh, I think we, I think we went past it, but there's this, um, Oh dang it. There's this moment where Frodo looks into the mirror, looks into the dusty mirror and says he looks, uh, Looks pudgy. rounder and softer than he yep. than he likes, so it's that's another reason he's wanting to he's wanting to walk too, is he's wanting to get in the shape for, well, what we know you know like his adventure and his journey. He wants to get in shape for that, but also right. just it's just funny. I don't know the way it is funny the way they say it. that because later cool. on they they mention it as well. He sees himself yeah. at the at the end of this first leg, yeah, and realizes that he's different. He's yeah. already physically changed. changed. Yeah, you know. Um, okay. So let's see. But yeah, Sam taking on more than his than his fair share of, of carrying. Yeah, yeah, in the pack. Alrighty. So let me see what else. Anything on the notes here? I have on the road. Um, the company of three sleep out under the stars. The make camp in the scene is beautiful. Okay. So it's on page seventy nine. Well, we need to mention too. By the way. Oh yeah, we're in different versions. We're in different. So versions. the page numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So what we are going to we often read from uh, Lane's book. Um, or we mentioned page numbers from Lane's book, yeah. so we will get you guys the the um, the mm-hmm. version or edition or whatever um, on Facebook, so you guys can kind of yeah, know that he has that yeah. book and what have you. So yeah. we're still gonna reference page numbers because a lot of people probably have that yeah. that version. So all right. yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, all right, so this is neat here. I, this is a little bit I wanted to just read as they're um, making their way here. Um, when they had walked about three, well, I guess before that, all you really really need to know is that they're. Um, they're going through different places like Tooklin and, and um, you know, they, they were bending southeastward. They made their way for the Green Hill Country. Um, so this is just right after where we had talked about, uh, mm-hmm. you know, them taking off. So, um, oh, here's a good part. He says, I wonder if I shall ever look down into mm-hmm. that valley again, he yeah. said quietly. And that's the right after that, they start to kind of describe this scene. And I wanted to read this to mm-hmm. you. Um, when they had walked about three hours, they rested. The night was clear, cool and starry but smoke like wisp of mist were creeping up the hillside from the streams and the deep meadows mm-hmm. now that to me i love misty anything i did too of misty days i yeah. love just misty like rain and mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah, I did too. um so that just painted a really beautiful picture to me and i imagine like the moon maybe being yeah. out or something yeah. i don't know yeah um so um let's see they ate um a very frugal supper for hobbits yeah, yeah. I love that in parentheses. Four hobbits. Four hobbits. So for us, it might be a perfect. It was supper. probably hardy. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, so um, soon they struck a narrow road. Uh, they went rolling up and down, fading um, gray into the darkness ahead. Um, the road to Woodhall and Stock and the Buckleberry Ferry. So that's mm. that's actually interesting that we mentioned Woodhall because that's mm-hmm. the way we're taking mm-hmm. and that's going to be important later on. Yeah, it is. Um, that that's the road that we're on. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, there was one uh, description I had underlined before that real quick that talks mm-hmm. about how they moved. Okay. Which I thought was really interesting um, because what it does is like we know, we know that like hobbits have quirks of strength, mm-hmm. but this this description like takes them to the next level and shows that I think that they're magical, okay, right, and that okay. they're they have they have they have powers that can be just as valuable as uh, the Numenorians or the elves or the wizards mm-hmm. uh, or the high elves even, mm-hmm. right? Um, so in their dark cloaks. They were. I'm at the bottom of page 69 in my version. <laughs> we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. 
In their dark cloaks, they were they were as in, wow. Let me start again. In their dark cloaks, they were as invisible as if they had all magic. Oh my gosh! Let me start again. In their dark cloaks, they were as invisible as if they all had magic rings. Since they were all hobbits and were trying to be silent, they made no noise that even hobbits would hear. Even the wild things in the fields and woods hardly noticed their passing. Mm-hmm. And there's a cool part. Yeah, is it there? Not there yet. It's on the next page about a fox. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, here's something that's. I'm glad you, that you went back and read that because. Yeah. Um, they are trying to be discreet. Yeah. They're trying to sneak out of here. Yeah. And if you, uh, to kind of harken back to The Hobbit, mm-hmm. you know, why was Bilbo chosen? Because of that. Yeah, yeah. That's potential as a burglar, um, right? Invisible. Right. Yeah. And, and, and can sneak past things and, and was quiet in Even the, the wild things. Right. Who notice everything. Well, that notice everything. And it's more of their mm-hmm. intention. If they want to be quiet and mm-hmm. sneaky, mm-hmm. they can. Yeah. Right. Very. So, so that's a power they have. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Awesome stuff, dude. Um, let's see. What else we have, buddy? Let's see. Um, As they move on here. Uh, let me see here. Oh, I thought it was cool how um, Sam's talking about exactly where something is, and they make make mention that Sam knew Sam knew the well land within 20 miles, knew the land well within 20 miles of Hobbiton, but that was the limit of his geography. You know, and they're starting to get into mm-hmm. areas that he has never been before. So his wonder and goes excited. up. Yeah. Yeah. His, his eyes his, are wide. Yeah, yeah. He's ready for it. You know what's so funny? Earlier, uh, they mentioned um, like a hat that he was wearing. Like yeah. The bag that he put over his head. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> he's having the time of his life, which is so ironic. Because he knows. He knows that they're on this uh, quest. It's not an adventure. It's not like a, uh, a holiday. Right. Like like hobo. Like, like hobo. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Like, like Frodo right. had hoped. That's right. what I meant to say. It's not a, it's not a holiday. It's a, it's a quest. Yeah. Um, oh, I love this this part too. Uh, right at the end of this section, mm-hmm. um, talking about going to bed. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So they crackle a flame at the at the foot of a large fir tree, and they sat around it for a while until they began to nod. Then, each in an angle of the great tree's roots, they curled up in the in their cloaks and blankets and were soon fast asleep. They set no watch. Even Frodo feared no danger, for they were still in the heart of the Shire. Uh, a few creatures came and looked at them when the fire had died away. I love this this next two paragraphs. Mm-hmm. A fox passing through the wood on business of his own stopped several minutes and sniffed. Hobbits, he thought. Well, what next? I have heard of strange doings in this land, but I have seldom heard of a hobbit sleeping out of doors under a tree. Three of them. There is something mighty queer behind this. He was quite right, but he never found out any more about it. Mm-hmm. Just like, I think that's where someone would go, someone would go, wow, Tolkien's insane. Why did he even write that? But it just shows, it shows uh, that everything alive in Middle Earth has an intention, right? Has and like, well, I believe that's the way it is in our planet too. Sure. Like mm-hmm. all these creatures, yeah. they have life and they have thoughts and they have, uh, it's just cool opinions and it personifies something that normally would we wouldn't oh, yeah. think has any kind of human thoughts. Absolutely. And yeah. what was what's interesting is that this this fox sniffed, sniffed. right? That's interesting, right? Um, now. Another thing, this fox thought that hobbits out this late sneaking around um, out on the road in the woods is a little queer. Are you saying my strange. Are you saying my fox friend is in cahoots? No, no, no. Listen to this. this are you saying he's a dark? I mean, I'm servant of the dark side. Oh, could he be? Could he? I mean, was he a, a, a black spy? black rider interrogate him, and that why that's or why a he spy never of some kind. That's why he never found out more about it. Right? Maybe interrogate him and then ate him. 
Maybe. maybe. Fried um, fox for dinner. Yeah. Jeez, it's terrible. <laughs> um, what's wrong with you? <laughs> um, Lots of things. No, but here, here, uh, think about this, right? In Hobbiton, yeah. when you have folk coming into their land, yes. travelers on their road, yeah. they're queer and they're weird. Yeah. Right? It's I know. Strange. It's interesting. Yeah. And now we have hobbits leaving their own land. Yeah. And it would, later on, as they go further and further and further... It's strange. That's weird. That's weird. That's not what they do. We're mystified, right? right? The elves, even in this chapter, are kind of like, yeah. what is going on? Hmm, you so, guys, what are you guys up to? Yeah, something's right. up. There's got to be know. something else. We've guessed it. So yeah. that fox is kind of the first sort of, wow, um, you know, yeah, indication Inquisitor. of that. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, the, you know, after that, um, they, so they're going to sleep um, and, yeah, so the morning came, pale and clammy. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frodo woke up, found the tree root, um, had made a hole, um, had made a hole in his back and um, that his neck was stiff. <laughs> so walking for pleasure. Uh, why didn't I drive? He thought. It's <laughs> um, awesome, dude. Right. So uh, but, but he has them all wake up, you know, and it's uh, it's a beautiful morning. They, they, they comment on that. And uh, they get some breakfast going. Pippin uh, was busting Sam's balls for not having the bathwater. Yeah. What the heck? What a jerk. Yeah. So. <laughs> Gosh. Um, so anyways, so full of a toque. They're they're taking their time though. I mean, they're they they're, are. they're no rush. I mean, you know, they're having they have time to make a fire and and I mean, this sounds to like it's a enjoyable. good little. I know. I, I actually I know. really enjoy this. I want to. I want. And there are moments though, abrupt moments where it's like, oh, oh my god, wait, we're. I mean, mm-hmm. there's some serious stuff happening, right? right? But you get lulled into forget. the safety of the shine. Yeah. Uh, away eastward, the sun was rising red out of the mists that lay thick on the world. Touched with gold and red, the autumn trees seemed to be sailing rootless in a shadowy sea. A little behind, a little below him to the left, the road ran ran down steeply into a hollow and disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Set me on that road. Right. I'll take it. I'm there. It just like it Isn't somewhere around there where, where Frodo mentions that this is like the road for for us or something, or the road for or the the way for us? Or is that later on? Uh, I can't remember. I guess later on, but it, yeah. he makes mention uh about it so um i don't keep water in my pockets man right <laughs> get your own mean there <laughs> oh yes um so w- once their breakfast was over um they uh they pack up it's after 10 wow they really slept in had a good little meal right i mean elevensies man right <laughs> yeah um so the day's beginning to turn fine and hot um and uh they're moving on right so uh the day's march promised to be warm and tiring work after some miles, however, the road ceased to roll up and down. It climbed to the top of a steep bank in the weary, zigzagging sort of way, and then prepared to go down for the last time. In front of them, they saw lower lands dotted with small clumps of trees that melted away into, um, in the distance to a brown woodland haze. Mm-hmm. They were looking across the woody end towards the Brandywine River. The road wound away before them like a piece of string. And the, so next, and the next line, which mm-hmm. is hilarious, the road goes on forever, said Pippin, but I can't without a rest. <laughs> right. We, I feel like we just barely got moving. Right. We got to take a break. Dude, he's such a hobbit. <laughs> he's, so, yeah, time for lunch. Um, so, and, 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 and there you go. And, and as they break for lunch here, this is where we get more about um, Sam, like you said before, this wide-eyed Sam who's, who's um, probably getting to a point eventually he gets to a point where we're not there yet where i mean another chapter where he gets further than he's ever been yeah but we're getting close to that for him yeah and for all of them i yeah. guess essentially They're starting to get out of their element a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Out so of depth. 
Um, Especially for Sam, I think. I mean, because Frodo's kind of going back to Buckland where he's mm-hmm. he grew up, you know. Um, so, but anyways, Sam starts to kind of wonder about elves in these woods, yeah. right? And they also do a little bit of singing. Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, they do. I mean, the road goes ever on and on. It does. The you know what I mean? road goes ever on and on. Down from the door where it began. Now far ahead the road has gone. And I must follow if I can. <laughs> We're having fun here, guys. Oh, my god! Sing along. Make your own tune. We're obviously stealing the one from the movie. Oh, it's easier That's that way. the easiest one. Yeah. Plus, you just think of... But Gandalf and Bilbo, right? You do, but let's let's so, so for a second here. Suddenly, um, um, the the mention of elves, right, yeah. is what sort of spurred Frodo into yes. singing this song, yes. and then he doesn't even quite remember. Um, he uh, yeah. they say that sounds a bit um, of the old Bilbo's rhyming, said Pippin, but not altogether encouraging, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. Frodo says, you know, I don't know. It came to me then as if it as if I was making it up, right. but I may have heard it long ago. Yeah. So when and where did he? There's he, some deeper magic to Frodo. There, there is for actually. sure. Like I, I am sure maybe it was in their younger days, and they're just out walking around tramping. Yeah. And 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 Bilbo mm-hmm. it's um, passed on that way. Yeah. Yeah. And he just heard it. And it, it come back. It came back to him, like in a subliminal way, right? I know. So. I joke around about like the mixing of different Middle Earth races. Mm-hmm. Romantically, I know. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but I've got oh, a serious God. question for oh, you, my dude. God. I mean, do you think hobbits have pointy ears? Uh huh. And some hobbits are prone to, like, like the Tooks, adventure, mm-hmm. uh, unpredictability. Right. You think maybe an elf slipped in there? Wow. Like in the old Took line or something? Maybe. Or? Holy smokes! I dude. mean, you think. I don't know, dude. They're kind of magical. They've got a, a a lineage, maybe of that's I don't. And the, and the elves find them. We'll read that. I'm jumping ahead. Actually, you but know, the elves what? find them entertaining. They also call them boring. But once they actually spend time with them, they're like, oh, come on, these little hobbits. They're like little elves. Well, I'm calling it brew. I, I brew. Yeah, what's brew? up, brew? <laughs> like brew. Oh, you brew. You want to do new Oakland? Man? Oh my god, um, how late is it getting? It's great. Not late enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, you're right because late, yeah. I mean later on you've got um, like Bilbo when we're not gonna I'm not gonna go there yet, but very interesting how they treat him later on. I know. So you could be onto something. Thank you. So well, I uh, might not be, but yeah. Well, you never know. Um, you never know. So, um, so interesting. They're 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 reminiscing, I guess, about about Bilbo here. Um, and they kind of quote him, Frodo's remembering. He says, it's dangerous business, Frodo. Going out your door, he used to say. Yeah. You step into the road, and if you don't keep your feet, there's no knowing where you might be swept off to. Yeah. Right? So that's I thought great. That, was, oh, that was great. You know, we're, we've... Yeah. And I also love, mm-hmm. like before that, he talks about... Um, I'm just going to read it because he says it better than I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used often to say that there was only one road. Right. That it was like a great river. It springs were at every doorstep and every path was its tributary. You know, um, what does he even say? <laughs> I'm just looking at what I Pippin says later. I here. can't remember what else he says, but um, mm-hmm. I just can't, I can't find it. But it's just, I've had the same thought. Like you, you, 
you know, you drive out your house and you get on a road that, you know, leads into like, for instance, it's, it, I'm obsessed with where I live. I love mm-hmm. living here, yeah. but you, you get out and you go on a 22 and 22 becomes main street mm-hmm. in yeah. Lancaster. It becomes, so literally I'm three turns from downtown Right. Of, a, of a little city that so I you're love. You're talking about where they talk about how this road could yeah take turns you to into Mark others. Wood yeah, yeah. I mean, they're all there's only one road, Airborne, yeah. as he says, mm-hmm. uh, but they're all tributaries of of the same river. It's right. just such an interesting way to think. And in that way, the the world's pretty small. We're all connected that way. Um, I don't know. It's just a cool thought. Right. Well, the road won't sweep me anywhere for an hour at least. <laughs> <All> <laughs> Dude. Right. Said Pippin. What a man. He needs to get his. <laughs> and the others fall asleep. Yeah. Irk up. Right. Good yeah. call, Pippin. Mm-hmm. We got we to gotta take a little rest here. Rest bite. You would also be a good call as if we made a if we made a Lord of the Rings podcast. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I mean, you yeah. think that's something that we could do and handle? Yeah. Do I'm you? I'm always surprised when I look down and you have like new names in here. Like I'm always surprised. We're making these up on the spot. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I um, think we should make a Lord of the Rings podcast, man. Right. Uh, dude, let's do it. Yeah. The problem is, well, I guess it's not a problem. The challenge we got to get the name just, just right. You have any ideas? Uh, uh, podcast names? That does that know? say bread and butter burr? Wouldn't that be a cool? <laughs> wow, man, yeah, that's great. That would be off the top of your head. Thank you. Uh, the weather top gang. Mm-hmm. Maybe yep. something like that. Weather something catchy. Gang. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, the sorry man podcast. <sighs> sorry man. Oh, like Saruman. Mm-hmm. Oh, like that was, that's like mm-hmm. Saruman is how a Jamaican might say it. Right. right. What about uh, greetings from Guayhair? <laughs> that would be really good too. Wow, guys. Um, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Close. Not yeah. there yet. We're getting. Close. Maybe someday we'll have a Lord of the Rings podcast. We're gonna have to do like a behind the scenes sometime. And oh my god, I have people. I, I need to tell folk about. This that little segment. I don't, Anyways, I don't know what you're talking what about. What are we talking about? I don't know what we're talking about. Um, we're you know we're still on the road mm-hmm. to the yep. woody end yep um all right here we go so um they are out and about we um they take the little respite there and um the sun was beginning to get low and the light of the afternoon was on the land as they went down the hill so um they're, they're moving along here um there was little traffic to the woody end they had been jogging along again for an hour or more when sam st- when sam stopped uh, a moment as if listening they were now on a level ground, and the road, after much winding, lay straight ahead through grass laid sprinkled with tall trees, outliers of the approaching woods. Mm-hmm. I can hear a pony mm-hmm. or a horse coming along the road behind, said Sam. And Frodo, in his optimism and mm-hmm. his hopefulness, says, I wonder if that's Gandalf. Right. Couldn't be further from Gandalf, my friend. But but this is one of those moments, Man. right, where like we were having a, we were we were just reminiscing about Bilbo mm-hmm. and and his adventures and things. Yeah, and we're learning, um, you know, about this beautiful more and more. And again, it's what we said in chapter one. You you set up this place that is like a beautiful um, Shire country mm-hmm. that you always sort of think back to, and mm-hmm. you are always trying to get back to mm-hmm. and save and protect. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, we, we, real danger is approaching. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Frodo has this urge, mm-hmm. uh, in, instinctual seemingly. He has a sudden desire to get off the road and out of view from the rider. And he said, it just, it like just came over him. He says, it might not make a difference, but we need to get off the road. So they where, listen. Where did that come from though? That urge. I, I, yeah. 
I mean, greater, a, greater forces, right? Forces right. for good, working in. That's the thing we keep yeah. talking about, like the dreams that he's having. Definitely um, wasn't the ring, right? Not the ring's influence. No, definitely not. It's the good. That's yeah. It's so I think wow. that is sprinkled throughout here, and mm-hmm. it's just so subtle mm-hmm. that it's can be overlooked. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because that that makes a that would make a huge difference. Oh, they stay on the road. Game over. Right. Books books done after two chapters. It's a short right. story. It's not a book. Um, yeah, so he gets off the road. He's like, he's like even apologizing. I'm sorry, guys. That might not be a big different. You know, might not make a big. Wow, might not make a difference. <laughs> but let's get off the road. It just would make me feel better. Yeah, so they oblige him. They're like, okay, fine. And then around the corner came a black horse, no hobbit pony, but a full size horse. And on it sat a large man who seemed to crouch in the saddle, wrapped in a great black cloak and hood. So that only his boots and the high stirrups showed below. His face was shadowed and invisible. Mm-hmm. Invisible. Let me say that word again right. more coherently. Invisible. <laughs> yeah. So shadowed. Again, we're seeing this shadow. And every time we've, we've or most of the times we've heard of shadow, it has the connection to Mordor. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yep. Invisible face. Um, in connection to ring, in connection mm-hmm. to great rings. Mm-hmm. Right there. His head was bowed as if, lift, as if listening and uh, there came a noise as if someone was sniffing. A sudden unreasoning... I think that's the, the key word there too. A sudden unreasoning fear of discovery laid hold of Frodo. And he begins to move slowly move his hand towards the ring. Right. And this is like his first real test. Yeah, absolutely. He knows this is, a, he knows this is an, evil, an evil force and he's feeling drawn to the ring. And this is what's really important. The advice of Gandalf seemed absurd. Yeah. How crazy <clears throat> is that? Right. The the one person he trusts more than anyone in Middle Earth, mm-hmm. his his sound and repeated advice, don't yep. use it, don't use it, don't use it, don't use it, mm-hmm. is suddenly, man, that's ridiculous. Right. I'm just going to put it on. I know it's scary. It's a scary thought mm-hmm. because of how powerful we know that Gandalf is and being a member of that council and stuff. It's just... To dismiss it, it's 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 unreal. Yeah, it's insane. So that's the power. That's the power he's up against. That's the the dark forces that he's up against. Uh, yeah. So we know that um, he's not sure why, but suddenly it just passed out of sight, and the horse turned aside and went. But it seems like it went into the trees at the right. Mm-hmm. So it's gone, but it's not necessarily really gone. And of course, the thing that's great is, uh, you know, Pippin and Sam didn't see it. Right. So this is a very different scene in the movie. In the movie, it's 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 in your face. They just barely get off the road in time. Mary's also there. It's different mm-hmm. that way. Oh yeah, and they yeah. all sense it. They all sense the evil. And you've got Sam helping Frodo to not use the ring. Right. It's more powerful here, I think. Yeah. Frodo's by himself. He doesn't have anyone st- uh, helping him. You know, from uh, the, n- no one helping to, right yeah. the temptation yeah it's he has to overcome it himself and really he just kind of lucks out because the dark you know the black rider moves on right yes had he stayed there longer i'm like who knows what what happened uh-huh and it's crazy 
Yeah, and, and so you're right that they don't notice it, and it's almost like mm-hmm. Frodo then has to kind of describe mm-hmm. what what this was, mm-hmm. and um, you know Pippin's wondering what 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 do the big Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Folk, you know, want in these parts. Right. What are they doing here? You know what I mean? I mean, it's just kind of baffling. Yeah, and the way Frodo describes them, too, it's like we've never even heard of anybody like that. Mm -hmm. Right. You know? Right. We've never heard of anybody like that except for begging your pardon, put it in Sam suddenly. Right. Yes. So this I thought was important to read. Yeah. Read um, that, please. He says um, he he talks about knowing. He goes, it's it's from Hobbiton um, that this year Black Rider comes, unless there's more than one, and I know where he's going to. What do you mean? Said Frodo sharply, looking at him in astonishment. Why didn't you speak up before? I've only just remembered, sir. It was like this when I got back to your hole yesterday evening with the sky or with the key. Um, my dad says to me. Hello, Sam, he says. I thought you were away with Mr. Frodo this morning. There's been a strange customer asking for Mr. Baggins of Bag End, and he's only just gone. I've sent him on to Buckleberry. Not that I like the sound of him. He seemed mighty put out when I told him Mr. Baggins had left his home for good. Hissed at me, he did. It gave me quite a shudder. What sort of fellow was he? Says I, says I to the gaffer. I don't know, he says, but he wasn't a hobbit. He was tall and black-like, and he stooped over me. Mm-hmm. I reckon it was one of the big folk from the foreign parts. He spoke funny. So, there you know, you I mean, there you go. Yeah, and, 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 and well, and then Frodo then remembers that strange voice, yeah. right? And remembers um, you know, the gaffer's voice and being it being shrill and being, you know, him put, being put out. And, and maybe, um, maybe because they're further from the heart of the Shire, but how interesting that, Almost exactly the same circumstances. 
He was right outside his home, so maybe he felt more comfortable there. But he was on a road that mm-hmm. this black rider was also on. Mm-hmm. But he didn't feel the need to get off the road then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And he didn't feel nearly as unreasonably disturbed. Okay. Yeah. So earlier, you mean? Like when yeah. he's... Okay. Yeah, because he, he feels... We were talking about that urge and, and, the, and the presence, I guess, that the black, that, that, that the black rider... Um, is associated with right this dark force yes so yeah i get that and it's it's you know he feels the urge to get off the road but then yet can't quite resist the ring it's uh yeah. it's a mixed mixed emotions mixed yeah and it's got to be partially this proximity he's, he's leaving the shire right right he's he's more on the wild he's mm-hmm. yeah got the safety of the shire less yep, yep. wow yep okay mm-hmm. um so let's see. Let's move on down here a little bit. Still, there may be no connection between this rider and Gaffer Stranger, said Pippin. We left Hobbiton secretly enough, and I don't see how he could have followed us. What about the smelling, sir, said Sam. And the Gaffer said he was a black chap. The smelling, the sniffing. I Just later on, one of my favorite lines is when Pippin says, and don't forget the sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh, it's so ridiculous. It's awesome, dude. So um, yeah, the smell. But, but now, but now Frodo's upset mm-hmm. because it's like, oh boy, he's got regrets. He's, he's like, he's like, maybe I should have waited. Should have waited for Gandalf. Like this is getting. I might be over my, you know, in yeah, over, in my, over head my head here. And this is a big burden. You know, yeah. he knows what he's carrying mm-hmm. and knows how serious it is. And mm-hmm. I wonder how much of that they they relayed to Sam. How much Sam fully knows. He was dropping eaves. But, right, he heard bits and pieces. But did they actually go back and tell him the whole story? That's a good question. In that two months period of time, right. did they debrief him at all? Yeah, right. I know later on he's going to figure Probably not. Out. Right. Yeah, but right. For yeah. right now, I kind of wondered. So. Yeah. And then Frodo pretty much says, uh, we, need to make, we need to make more ground today. We got to do a good bit mm-hmm. more walking. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, Buckland's still miles away. So they, they, they move on here. Yeah. Um, let's see what I have here. Maybe in my notes, um, something on page 86 and I was going to read a little bit. Oh, so yeah, they, 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 they move on. Um, Hmm. Who, who sings this next song coming up here? You know, so we have Twilight um, um, was about them as they crept back into the lane. And no, I'm not on your page 86. Sorry. <laughs> that's yeah. why I was, I you was like, well, over your the next chapter, dude. No, <laughs> uh, uh, no but they, 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 you're right. They move on. Um, they actually come upon sort of a. Oh, I know this song. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good song. Um, yeah. So they, they begin to hum softly as hobbits have a way of doing as they walk along, especially when. They're drawing near to home. Yeah, drawing near to home at night. Is this where we are? Yeah, actually, okay. though, hold on one second. Get, get me, get me. Man. I just Come found on. the quote. I've been looking for Even when we, were, when we were doing our notes and our outline, I couldn't find this. And, and um, it just came to you it now? Just, I just found it, so I'm not going to take my finger off of it. Um, so the sun had gone it. down. Yeah, so Buckland's still miles away. Um, so it's time for them to move on. The sun had gone down, though, um, red behind the hills at their backs. Uh, the evening was coming on before them was coming on before they came back uh, to the road at the end of the long um, level over which it had run straight for some miles. At that point, it bent left and went down into the lowland of the Yale, 
making for stock. But a lane branched right, winding through a wood of ancient oak trees on its way to Woodhall. That is the way for us, said mm-hmm. Frodo. And I, I kind of took this, like, I think I heard it, and then I heard him describing, you know, where they were going. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me, too, that, like, Frodo knows where he's going. Yeah, he does. And because later on, they're on the same road, and it's like, it's almost like not, like, this is not a well-trodden, like, path, I don't yeah. feel like. You no. know what I mean? No, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so he... Especially for most hobbits. Right. And so, it's, hey, it's paying off, all that wandering he did. Right. Right, walking with elves under the starlight, yes. like like Bilbo, it's paying off. Right, so he's he's versed in this, right? Yeah. So, yes, he um, is. Yeah. Uh, let's see. But anyway, so not far from the road, uh, meaning there came a huge hulk um, of tree. It was still alive and had leaves on the small branches um, that put um, that that it had put on around the broken stumps of its long fallen limbs. Uh, but it was hollow and could be entered by a great crack on the side away from the road so the hobbits crept inside and sat there on the floor of the um on the floor of old leaves and decayed wood they rested and had a light meal talking quietly listening from time to time how many times have we stopped in and 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 um while they're eating yeah <laughs> i just love it i know like it's just a subtle reminder it's yep, just that it's, they it's have great. to eat yep yeah. um another cool part uh a little bit Further down, the west wind was... This is just another beautiful description from Tolkien. The west wind was sighing in the branches. Leaves were whispering. Soon the road began to fall gently, but steadily into the dusk. A star came out above the trees in the darkening east before them. Mm-hmm. You can just picture it. You're yeah. there in a second. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's Home is behind <laughs> the world ahead. And there are many paths to tread through shadow to the edge of night until the stars are all alight. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad as. That was some uh, melody we're throwing Sorry, down. guys. We're going to have some fun with these songs. You know? Mist and twilight. <laughs> Cloud and shade, their way shall fade. Oh, yeah. Away shall fade. I'm sing. calling out Billy Boyd, man. You I can are. sing with you, bro. It's beautiful. No, it's that's. And I actually, you know what? what I mean, when you first started singing, like mm-hmm. we were uh, war- kind of warming up before the show, we did some vocals. Not our singing. Me, voices. me, 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 me. We we're not doing that. But, um, you know, Lane started singing this song, and I was like, that's not in this chapter. Yeah, he, he literally looked at me and was like, dude, you're making that up. I was, I was like, like, no. Well, I, I finished singing first, right. unencumbered. I I don't lose my focus. Right. Okay. Right. I, I was just blown away. I kind of forgot that's that's yeah. here, right? I was actually on American Idol one year. Okay. The Seriously. outtakes. Seriously. Okay, so the now out- anyways, outtakes episode. The song ends and and and, and okay. uh, now to bed, now to bed, sang Pippin in a high voice, right? So they're getting ready. <laughs> they're, they're in this... Uh, Hollowed out tree. Yeah. Right. He's telling him to shut up. Right. He's like, dude, be quiet. Be fool of a toque. <laughs> right. Hoofs again. Yeah. Again. And yeah. so we had just had a nice, really, like, again, it's just this back and forth of like a nice, peaceful song. We're, we're about to lie down. We're mm-hmm. comfortable. Um, every time we seem to get comfortable, something comes along and gets us out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so here we go. They've, they, they've got to, yeah, that's a great to, point to kind of get away. 
Um, and then Inferno says, you know, don't, don't go too far. Um, I don't want to be seen. Um, especially if it's a, if it's another black writer, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, this is the part very well, very well said Pippin, but don't forget to sniff it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just can't take it. Um, oh man. So, uh, the hooves drew near, uh, they had no time to find any hiding place better than the general darkness under the tree. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is kind of the scary part too, where the shadow bent to the ground and then began to crawl towards them. Yeah, dude. And so we've never seen the films, right? Right, we see this, yeah, black well, rider. No, exactly. So we see yeah. it dismount and like get yeah. on its hands and knees. But, but the crawling? idea of it crawling, I am imagining it crawling across, like 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 it's, like it's again, it's like a dog sniffing like a out dementor, a trail. dude. Yeah, it is kind of like a dementor, like sniffing yeah. its way along, trying to find yeah. find some whatever whatever scent it is. What is Almost it? like like crawling over branches and stuff too, right. and and under thicket and yeah, it just seems yeah, weird and kind like of. A, uh, Serpent-like, almost. Yeah, serpent-like. But here's my question: yeah. Is it actually looking for? Is it actually sniffing for like a scent, or like like the, the smell of hobbits, or is it looking for? Because you said dementors, and the smell of fear. That what was what it was what I was thinking. That it's react. Yeah, maybe maybe someone's reaction to it. Does the ring itself it? have a have scent? a smell? You know, blood, iron. Yeah, yeah, because Sauron's blood's in there. It's it's an iron smell. Maybe though it be made of gold. Iron it smells of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you have to smelt metal. You smelt right, it? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smelts. Right, you're right. I don't know. Um, so w- once more, the desire yeah. to slip on the ring yeah. came over Frodo, right? So You can just hear the ring calling to him too, man. You can just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. They did a good job yeah. of that in the film, yeah. right? Yeah, just so, increasing um, that. Like a, a hypnotic almost... Yeah, I, I imagine you, you just enter this because it's it's he can't describe it, his desire. It's got to be just like this trance. Like if I just put this on, I'll disappear from the situation. Well, really, no, they'd be able to find you instantly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Said it was even stronger than before. So strong that almost before he realized what he was doing, his hand was groping in his pocket. But at that moment, here you go. Someone comes in to save him. <laughs> Who is it? Snow White. Snow White. <laughs> hi ho. Hi ho. It's off to work. Right. Wrong one. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Not yeah, the dwarves. Yeah. The, elves, the elves. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah. It. I mean, they. Uh, Sam. You know, hears them, and he and, and Frodo realizes, yeah, yeah, yes, it is the elves. Yeah. Um. One can meet them sometimes in the woody end. Uh, of course, right? Yeah. I mean, Frodo has been meeting them. Yeah. Let's be He's honest. He's been hanging out. Right? He knows. Um, they don't live in the Shire, but they wander into it in spring and autumn on their way um, or out of their own land, away beyond the Tower Hills. Mm-hmm. So and he goes, I'm, and I'm thankful that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, that that Black Rider stops right away. I think sometimes I wonder if it's like, um, something unexpected happening for the Black Rider that scares mm-hmm. it off. It's a, maybe not in its full power yet, or maybe it's not supposed to be uncloaked, or maybe it has, like if the elves are coming and, he, and, he, and it knows how well they can communicate and it doesn't want, yeah. so right now they're in, they're in secret mode, mm-hmm. right? They're trying to secretly sneak in, in the shadows. And, and penetrate mm-hmm. right through the mm-hmm. shadows into this land. Mm-hmm. So for, they don't want to tip off their enemy. Right. right? And it's also, it's, as far as we know, it's either one or two black riders, 
right? That's mm-hmm. all we know of right now. One or maybe two. And mm-hmm. you've got a whole group of elves walking by. The thing's outnumbered. And I think it's cool too how it shows the power of light. Right? Because if this mm-hmm. thing was if this thing was gonna jump out and just and just end this thing right now, it wouldn't be afraid of elves if it was that if it was powerful enough. But it shows us that there's still a lot of power within the good oh, absolutely. within the good of, of Middle Earth. Yeah. Right, right. But it's also depressing that to that we learn eventually, you know, that these elves are all leaving. I know. Their time's done. Yep. Um yep, they're absolutely. they're they're fading themselves, so they're leaving. Right, absolutely. Sad. Because that's I guess that's the the other bummer too is you're looking at it and you're like, wow, so elves can scare this thing away. Well, like help from the elves would go a long way. Mm-hmm. But the uh Absolutely. The fact is they're 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 leaving. Yep. Yeah, my goodness. Sam starts freaking out. He does, yeah. He couldn't be more excited. He's he's super excited, yeah. He's gonna go give the the ring rate the high five, I think. Right. Elves, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So one thing we notice here is and I think this is neat, um, just a little attention to detail. Frodo, we hear we hear the song as Frodo heard it. Yeah. You know, because they're singing in an elvish. Yeah. So, so Mary, or not Mary, Pippin. Gethoniel. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I think, yeah, there's some mixed in, mm-hmm. you know, um, whatever, some, some of their tongue, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and their words. But um, Pippin and Sam must be mystified, right? Mm-hmm. They must be dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they're singing about, but it yeah. sounds beautiful, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure that it does. Yeah, well, they say that the sound blending with the melody seemed to shape itself and their thought into words, which they only partly understood. Yeah. Yeah, this was the song as Frodo heard it. Right, right. exactly. The, yeah. the translated version. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Really, really cool. And here's where we get to meet one of our um, our good friends. Um, yeah. Gildor. Gildor and Glorian. Yeah. So um, also cool too. How did you say that's already that Frodo can tell they're high elves because they use the name of Elbereth? No, that so is again cool, it, it shows Frodo's knowledge that Bilbo passed on to him that he that's right. learned on his on his own as well by I don't know getting to know elves and reading texts. And right. That's some pretty deep knowledge. Though. It is. I mean, that's not just like he he did like a looked up the wiki page on elves. No, no. I mean, he. Was, I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know the that the Shire has really good. Uh, Internet broadband yeah yeah it's probably not it's dial up i think <laughs> um so uh um, yeah you're right it's yeah it knows it, it and it, it just validates frodo as like knowing his stuff man yeah absolutely. dude knows his stuff yeah absolutely yeah hail frodo he cried yeah hail frodo hail frodo and he this almost makes you wonder have they met before mm-hmm. knows yeah. them by name or just elves are they are they that freaking nuts and creepy yeah. that they know people's names without you telling their their names right yeah I mean, they say later like like we've seen you with bilbo you know what i mean that's right asked, that's right like, how do you know Which, and name? you didn't even know that we saw you right right and i have it here elves right. are cool right they creep me out right <laughs> they do a little bit well like i watched them, you when you didn't know i was watching but i bet you, you now some of that we thought rangers we thought wood elves we thought maybe high elves yeah. now you know, are yeah. some of, of Gandalf's like band. Yeah, Is that put, your foot? I put my foot over there. Dang, dude. Bigger table. Wow. I'm just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> um, yes. But watching the Shire and yeah. taking care of it and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, that could have been some of, you know, Gildor could have been a part of that. Yeah. So. Um, so Sting, yeah. Sting must have been a, a high elf then. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'll be watching you. Yeah. 
This is the music podcast or the music <laughs> chapter. I think we need to share that. Yeah. <laughs> we should have karaoke with everyone listening. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Book right. club karaoke. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, maybe we should have people submit their versions, their versions of the songs. Of the songs. Yeah. That would be awesome, actually. <laughs> we could play them. I would play them. I would, too. I'll be honest with you. Yep. You know. Um, okay. So um, the, the elves, again, I said this before and er, er, earlier on, mm-hmm. they're mystified. They're, mm-hmm. they're dumbfounded. How? What? We got three hobbits. You know, out abroad. Yeah. You know, what's going on here? So, um, and they tell them about the Black Riders. Absolutely. And they say, Black Riders, uh, they said in low voices, Why do you ask about Black Riders? So interesting. Like, how do they, how do they, they're, they're dumbfounded that, um, hobbits even know what Black Riders are. Right. right. And, and right now, they've probably noticed or sensed something because they're very much more in tune yeah. with that. Yes, they are. And so they're now, not only is it interesting that you're out walking around, but you just mentioned something that we are kind of keeping an eye on. Right. And we're connecting it to you. This is not good. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, they know there's something deeper going on. Right. Yeah, for sure. Gildor yes, is, is his, his suspicion because um, Frodo talks about it. He's like, we're on our we're on the same road. You know, they're like, how do you know yeah. which way we're going? Yeah. You know, buddy. And um, and then then that all doesn't matter once they mention Black Riders. It's sort of like. Right. Yeah, I think it's time for you guys to come with us. Yep. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I said we yeah. have no need for other company. Yeah. And the hobbits are so, so dull, they laughed. Yeah. Right. And they also say you had best walk in the middle so that you may not stray. You may be weary before the halt. Talking about taking them to mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Woodhall. Woodhall. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I love Pippin. Uh, old wise awesome. people interrupted Pippin eagerly. Tell us about the Black Riders, right? So, um, you know, he's the one who kind of goes on and kind of tells them about um, about all of that. And uh, they're very intrigued by it. Um, where is he talking about him being, being an elf friend? I had that outlined here somewhere. Oh, first that Bilbo was what was mm-hmm. was an elf friend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Bilbo was a good master. Yeah. Elf, elf friend. Right. Yeah. Um. Because he calls Frodo elf friend, right? Mm-hmm. By the end of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. I was thinking. Okay. Yep. So, um, yeah, they're walking in the middle, as you mentioned. Oh, here we go. This is what I wanted to read. Um, so, as they're in this group and they're walking in the middle, mm-hmm. right? It almost seems like, especially for, um, and this is sort of when they're with the elves, this happens several times, mm-hmm. especially when they're with a group of elves mm-hmm. and they're all singing and they're, they're you know, whatever, mm-hmm. merrymaking and, and moving along. Mm-hmm. Pippin and Sam are kind of in like a daze staggering right almost falling um yeah and look at the ground that they made basically i mean i mean gilmore yeah. tells them we have a lot of ground to cover tonight get in the middle how how right. is it that they got more out of the hobbits than the hobbits could have yeah it's interesting you know what isn't i mean it? Like yeah. they, they traveled much further yeah and they were already tired they were about to go to sleep right 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 and so they're in a dreamlike state kind of a daze a yeah. haze and uh, but Frodo is still pretty attentive, um, and even yeah. later on, you know, it's the first person to fall asleep is Mary and mm-hmm. Sam. So, mm-hmm. um, so that was kind of interesting. So it says that the woods on either side became denser. Were you going to read this? No, I had I before uh, just before? real quick before because it was so interesting to me. Um, mm-hmm. They now marched on again in silence and passed like shadows and faint lights. For elves, even more than hobbits, could walk 
uh, could walk when they wished without sound or footfall. Pippin soon began to feel sleepy and staggered once or twice, but each time a tall elf at his side put out his arm and saved him from a fall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing that means he could have fallen and seriously hurt himself or died. Mm-hmm. Sam walked along at Frodo's side as if in a dream with an expression on his face half of fear and half of astonished joy. Yeah. I mean, this whole part is really good because they start to talk about how, how the woods seem to grow denser mm-hmm. and how they seem to enclose them in mm-hmm. a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost like the, the woods themselves are protecting them from, from the Black Riders. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like even nature itself is working to, to cloak them. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I had mentioned earlier that, that, that Frodo was, you know, had, had tramped these, you know, uh-huh. lands and stuff like uh-huh. that. Yep. He, and he, there's a path, there's a point where he makes, it looks like he takes the less, like a less trodden mm-hmm. path and here the elves do the same thing. They, mm-hmm. they, they turn aside from the path. Mm-hmm. Um, a green ride lay almost unseen through the thicket on the right and this they followed as it wound away back up the wooden slopes um, onto the top of the shoulder of the hills that stood out into the lower land of the river valley mm-hmm. and then they start to kind of describe how this opens up and how yep. they go down into it and yep. and um, they're almost like elevated and then it's like this three sided do you remember this part where it's mm-hmm. like there's like three sides that the woods are pressing in they can see ahead sounds like where you camped out yeah out it in actually Oregon. does actually um <laughs> And you had it was a black rider, dude. Yeah, that you encountered. Well, here's for a different time. here's something. It reminds me of like this this open square patch, right? But the way Tolkien does this is that they say off in the distance you could see the tops of the trees mm-hmm. beyond that. So like it was like this hill. You're that was elevated. Like, mm-hmm. You're elevated. It was mm-hmm. you were going down over this hill. It makes me think of Mount Pleasant, honestly. Yeah. In Lancaster, yeah, just like this big, uh, almost like a cliff, surrounded, you know, on on three sides by by the woods and then there's a clearing and then you can see a great distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's, you know, then they say uh, near at hand, a few lights twinkled in the village of Woodhall. The elves sat on the grass and spoke together in soft voices. They seemed to take no further notice of the hobbits. Frodo and his companions wrapped themselves in cloaks and blankets and drowsiness stole over them. The night grew on and the lights in the valley went out. Pippin fell asleep, pillowed on a green hillock. Pippin's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, no surprise, right? It's just following suit for this journey. Oh yeah. Away high in the east swung uh, Remorath, the netted stars, and slowly above the mists of red, Borgel rose, glowing like a red, ju- like a jewel of fire. Then, by some shift of airs, all the mist was drawn away like a veil, and there leaned up. Uh, yeah, and there leaned up as he climbed over the rim of the world. The swordsman of the sky, Menelvagor. Men- can't pronounce that and boy with this shining belt the elves all burst into song and suddenly um, under the trees a fire sprang up with a red light and so this is interesting too because we're learning about like the gods of middle earth Mm -hmm. right and we have we haven't had any kind of reference to that yet um to my knowledge there's none none in the hobbit and this is like a uh a showing that that Tolkien is even it's this is huge. He's even developing like these these gods of Middle Earth, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's very like um, it reminds me of um, who's the one that that uh, with the chariot brings the sun up, you know, during the day, uh, Apollo or whatever. He, Helios, uh, yeah, sure. Helios? I don't know my mythology, but it makes me think of ancient mythology. Yeah, right. Yeah, these absolutely. these natural uh, forces that happen, and and maybe maybe this is just the description of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe the hobbits can see it because they're with the high elves and they can see these people. Yeah. 
when normally you don't. It's just it's just the natural world. Or yeah, maybe this is just Tolkien giving us a hint that there is this background that he's going to explore later on. Amazing. Right. It, yeah. It, it seems to be like almost ceremonial here. Like they were waiting for this moment. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. that's when the food and merriment breaks out. Excellent. Yeah, right? That's a great point I mean, too. That's what yeah. it seemed like to me. It seemed yeah. like they were mm-hmm. all kind of laying in wait. Cause I was sort of like, what's this like little respite that they had right before? Like mm-hmm. it just feels it's planned. It's almost like it's a time where they know to stop and wait and yeah. rest and, 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 and observe this. Yeah. Yeah, totally. this, this this happening. So, totally. um, at the at the uh, south end of the greens, um, at the greens ward, there was an opening. Um, there, the green floor ran in, uh, ran on into the woods and formed a wide space like a hall, roofed by uh, the boughs of trees. There, great trunks ran like pillars down each side. In the middle, there was a wood fire blazing, and upon the tree pillar pillars torches with lights and gold uh, of gold and silver were burning steadily. So, um, you know, they go in here and they... they sounds they, like a nice place. It sounds really good. And actually, yeah. I think in one of my... Uh, the books that I bought where I was looking at, like, the artwork and stuff, I think that's a famous sort of... Got an illustration of that. Uh, ...depiction of, of, oh, of awesome. Woodhall. So... That's awesome. That's out there. We'll see if we can find that later and, and post again, it on Facebook. The, yeah. And just the way, uh, the way elves work with nature, right? They incorporate nature into where they dwell. They, they, they're harmonious with it. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... So cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of goes on here at, at length and they talk about not really remembering the foods that they ate. Like, um, I had this underlined and I said yeah. to make a hobbit forget That's food. Right. Yeah. Right. What? We're thinking the same thing because I was like, whoa. Yeah. Um, that's they how were mesmerized such, they were. Yes. Plus, combination of being tired on this yeah. journey. Yeah. Wore out emotionally up and down. And then right. you've got these elves. But to you not know, even remember what know. food they it's a big had. Deal. It's a big deal. That's huge. Right. Right. Um, but not like it was bad food. They just don't remember it. Right. Yeah. Right. That's it, crazy. We, you know, one part way back we, we uh, when um, Frodo had hailed them originally, he spoke in their tongue. Mm-hmm. It was neither that Gildor had said, mm-hmm. you know, oh, watch yourselves, fellas, you <laughs> yeah. know, because this guy knows, you know, our language. So, yeah. you know, we can't Careful get anything, what you say. Right. We can't get anything by him. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and here he's sitting around what he is. They're, they're kind of focused on Pippin and... Um, and uh, and Sam, Sam are focused on like maybe the foods, maybe mm-hmm. the merrymaking and stuff mm-hmm. like that, uh, and the songs. But Frodo is listening to the words. Yeah, you know what is everyone saying? He's trying to learn from the situation. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, um, yeah. Then he and uh, Gilder have this conversation. This is big, and this is probably going to be like like our yeah, our last the, big talking the, point here the cap. is mm-hmm. the conversation with Gildor, which is which is super important. I mean, Pippin has fallen asleep, and Sam is. Pricks. Sam's curled up as at at Frodo's feet, right. falling asleep. He's right. What a what a Air faithful quote, friend, man. Falling asleep, right, right. He's listening. Ears still on. Mm-hmm. So pointy, still drop, still dropping eaves. Elven like ears, I might add. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, yeah. dropping eaves. So, um, first thing, first thing that Frodo wants to know, he says, T- uh, "Tell me, Gildor, have you seen Bilbo?" Yeah. Since Again, on the front of his mind. Wouldn't you think? I mean, I guess, I guess you would still be thinking about the person that has met most of you, but. Man, I'm thinking you got bigger problems than worried about where Bilbo is, but still, Bilbo's on the forefront of his mind. Mm-hmm, right. Is Bilbo okay? Like, you know, did he? I mean, I, I'm sure he's worried about him. Did he run into these dangers on the road too? Mm-hmm. Like, because he he had this ring too, and he had that. That's right. Yeah, Frodo really doesn't and, know. And the, the enemy knows Shire Baggins. Right. That's Bilbo too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know that Frodo altogether puts that. 
I mean, I think he does. Yeah. But he keeps thinking of Bilbo. Right. You know, so maybe it's out of the Shire. Right. But yeah. yeah right. right. So I don't know. Um, twice. Yeah. Twice. He's seen Some him. Twice. Yeah. So, um, and he doesn't really tell him much after that, does he? He no. just kind of like <laughs> leaves that out there. So, yep. um, and it, but he's, but he notices that, you know, he goes, you don't ask me or tell me much that concerns yourself. Frodo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he says, but I already know a little and I can read more in your face. <laughs> So th- it just shows you the um, intuitiveness, right? Yeah, and the wisdom. Uh, right, of the elves. Yeah. I mean, they've heard a lot. They're keeping eyes on him. Um, and I think that's why they scare me. Yeah. Is because they're so piercing. Like, and they, you, you can't lie to an elf. Elves, yeah. they know what's going on. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. the perception is crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, so so uh, he sort of asked him, he says, uh, um, you're leaving the Shire and yet yeah. you doubt that you will ever find what you seek or accomplish what you intend. Yeah. And Frodo's kind of freaked out like you are, right? right, right. Um, it is, said Frodo, but I thought my going was a secret known only to Gandalf and my faithful Sam, mm-hmm. right? He looked down at Sam who was snoring gently. <laughs> good, <laughs> good, good job, Sam. Yeah. Um, so uh, the secret will not reach the enemy from us. Mm, kind of putting Gilmore. his mind to ease there. Yeah. Yeah. But then, but then it 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 does it, but it doesn't, mm-hmm. which is a, which is again mm-hmm. what elves do. What elves do, right? Answer both yes and no. Right, right, right. The enemy said Frodo. Uh, then you know why I'm leaving the Shire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then interesting, I do not know for what reason the enemy is pursuing you. Answered Gildor, but I perceive that he is strange indeed, though that may seem to me. Uh, and I warn you. Uh, that peril is now both before you and behind you, uh, and, and upon on either, either side. side. Cool. So, Thanks, man. Wow. Hope you're having fun uh, hanging out with the elves, <laughs> right? Uh, for tonight. Yeah, you've got one safe night, right? Yeah. Uh, so, and then he asks. He says, "What are the Black Riders?" Right. Gandalf told you This goes you back nothing. to what you had said, right? About about Bilbo and I was thinking, why is he? Why is he asking about Bilbo and not concerned about him, his his own self? Yeah, because he doesn't know. With these right. black riders, that's are. true. That's true. And, and Gandalf didn't want to tell him these things or too much, right? And then, so there, now you have this question too. This deeper question is because every time we find out more, it freaks us out more. So that's the question. Uh, but ultimately, it it makes our heroes more prepared and it makes mm-hmm. them stronger. So you have, I mean, even within the Shire, right? The Shire is relatively ignorant. And the outside world is knowledgeable about what's going on. So there's this whole underlying debate and question too: which is better? Is it better to stay ignorant? Is it better to um, only know so much? Or is it better to learn as much as you can, even though it might scare you more and put you in more danger because it will make you stronger? Right. That's the point. Yeah. Yep. That's really interesting. I mean, so, um, yeah. so, so they don't, so he does not explain to him about the writers, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. um, uh, as Gandalf told you nothing, uh, what does he say here? Um, nothing about such creatures. Then I think it is not for me to say more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least Tara should keep you from your journey for it seems to me that you have set out only just in time. Um, which is so true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So true. So, um, cause you can't stay here or turn back. Right. The Shire is no yeah. longer any protection. Not, not to safe. You. Right. And it's so cool how you see the respect that the elves have for Gandalf too. Mithrandir. Absolutely. Yeah, they that they know that well, if Gandalf didn't tell you, 
not my place to tell you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the high they, elves bowed again. Right. Like, I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, he's a, a keeper of, yeah. Of, yeah. So um, let's see. They, um, this oh, is, he reveals his plans to Gildor. So, I mean, he's, mm-hmm. you know, kind of does give him a little bit more of what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think, you know, he can trust Gildor and he's called elf friend and things, knows that he's looking out for him, mm-hmm. but, and knows he's trying to get to Rivendell now. Mm-hmm. So, which is a good plan. Gildor encourages him. Yes. Yeah. That's the place to go. Why don't, why don't they take him? You know, maybe they feel like it's not their, it's not, it's not their fate. It's not their job. I don't know, dude. I just kind of wonder because, you know, did Gandalf know that, um, that these were ring wraiths after Frodo, you know, and, and all that yeah, good stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So I thought there was an interesting point too. um, that Gildor says, um, well, Frodo says, "Can a hobbit walk from the water to the river in peace?" Uh, but Gildor says, "It's not. It's not your own shire. Others dwelt here before hobbits were, and others will dwell dwell here again when hobbits are no um, are no more. Right. The right. wide world is all about you. You can fence yourselves in, but you cannot forever fence it out. Right. Yeah. So interesting. Mm-hmm. So he's pretty much saying, "Hey, the shire is not. It's not this little um, haven. It, it'll be affected." It has been before. It will be after. Mm-hmm. Um, just, in, just the this, the uh, the vision that the elves have it, that really highlights that that they they know what what has happened and what will come to be, right? And that's that's got to be unsettling for Frodo too. Like, okay, well, the Shire is not protected now, so the thing that I'm going to try and ultimately protect, no guarantee that I'm going to be able to do that. Well, I think he thinks he's safer here for a while in the Shire than he actually is. Yeah, he's realizing right away that he's not he's, he's, not. he's not safe here. Right, like he once thought that he was. This yeah. is this is your home court. This is your home turf. Yeah, and you you don't you're out you're outmanned here. Essentially, he doesn't even really realize it. Right, you know, and, and Gildor's kind of saying that. So right, um, and then you know Frodo goes on to tell him that um, he was basically um, expecting Gandalf for many days. Um, he was supposed to have come to Hobbiton at his farewell party. Yep. That didn't happen. Yep. Um, Gildor was silent for a moment. Yeah. I do not like this news, he said yeah. at last. That Gandalf should be late does not bode well. I love this. I had this on our line too. Yeah. Um, but it but it is said, do not meddle in the affairs of wizards, <laughs> for they are subtle and quick to anger. Yeah. The choice is yours to go or wait. Yeah. So um oh, it's well, also said Yeah, go ahead. Right, by Frodo. Go not to the elves for counsel, for they will both answer they will answer both yes and no. Or no and yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it indeed, laughed Gildor. So I love that they, elves are kind of humanized here. Yeah. They have a sense of humor. They can laugh themselves. Right. They can, they can joke around there. But I think sometimes the way they've been presented is, is not having that kind of, like they're serious all the time. Right. And so this is cool to see. I like Gildor for that reason because love when he first meets him, he laughs. Yeah, he does. They're, right. they're, they're happy to see him. Right. This is odd. Yeah. You know, and then they can yeah. poke a little fun at him, but. <laughs> really, they're they're fine. They think this is interesting. Yeah, it's almost like a facade. It's like yeah, oh, hobbits are dull and boring, but they're all kind of like this is gonna be. This fun. is gonna be fun, right? We're gonna get them drunk. Yeah, elves seldom give unguarded advice, for advice is a dangerous gift, even from the wise to the wise, and all courses may run ill. Mm-hmm. So interesting how he's he's almost saying like, yeah, advice can almost be 
overrated. It's it's uh, people. I think people think of it, advice as being something safe, right. something that you can count on. And so he's turning that on its head here and saying it's dangerous, mm-hmm. right? Even even from people who are wise to other people that are wise, it can go awry. Right. That's right. that's fascinating. I've never thought of advice that way because advice can't be misleading. Because advice advice essentially shapes which way you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Right. When someone gives you advice or when you seek advice, you're, you want to know what path to take. And so that's someone's direct influence in your life. And if you take that advice, they have had a, they've had a, a, a hand to play in shaping your path. And mm-hmm. so it's the elves saying, like taking a step back and realizing, Hey, maybe this isn't our job to have a, you know what I mean? Right. Interesting. Very cool. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and then clear up to the end, Frodo is still seeking that advice, mm-hmm. and, and Gildor is reluctant to give it to him, and and he's also seeking like um, he's hoping that advice will bring comfort, and like courage, your, right? Yeah, and, and, and encouragement, and and, and Gildor just really can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, he's inquiring about those black riders. At last, he's like, "Why won't you tell me?" And he says, "Is it not enough to know that they are servants of the enemy?" Yeah, right. I mean, that ought to be enough. Yeah, you right? don't need to know anything else. Right, flee them. Speak no word to them. Mm-hmm. They are deadly. Ask no more of me. Mm-hmm. But my heart forebodes, ere all is ended, you, Frodo, son of Drogo, um, will know more of these fell, uh, these fell things than Gildor. So That's crazy to think about. Yeah. He's going to know the darkness more uh, intimately than a high elf. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Good point. Like, and I wonder, yeah. how that makes, I wonder how that makes Frodo feel. Is he astonished by that? Is he frightened by that? Right. Uh, is he empowered by that? Does he find courage in that? I would find courage. And and Gilroy has a great line. He says, courage is found in unlikely places. Yeah. It's awesome. He says, be of good hope. Sleep now. In the morning we'll be gone, uh, but we will send your messages through the lands. The wandering companies shall know of your... And the wandering companies. I'm guessing those are other elves mm-hmm. that, are, that are making Again, their company, way through. Companies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Shall know of your journey. And those uh, that have... Power for good shall be on the watch. Again, here's here's some hope. It's all this, it's like all these chapters are front loaded with darkness. And at the end, there's this glimmer of hope, right? That there are other powers out there for good uh, that are that are watching out for them. I name you Elf Friend. There you go. Right. And may the stars shine upon the end of your road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's uh, um, that's that's essentially it. I think it's it's that's, neat that he has a dreamless sleep. Um, very interesting. Yeah. I wonder, I almost wonder like he has many, he has many, he was uh, in a dream this, enough when right. he was awake. Right. I mean, yeah. Well, and then after this, he, he has dreams that are very vivid and telling and, and almost like he sees things across middle earth that I'm night terrors. Know, it's, in, it's intriguing. That's what Ezra has every night. I have night terrors. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I think we kind of worked in all our cool connections there, man. Yeah, that we did too. I mean, I mean that was, that was a great, I, I like just the, read. the imagery. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I love how I can paint a picture. I mean, um, don't forget the sniffing. I can smell things in this chapter. Right. Even oh, though he's really yeah. playing on your visual, um, mm-hmm. like sights and things that you mm-hmm. see, but you can hear sounds, yeah. you know, um, the rustling of the grass when they leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you can hear sounds. You can see these sights. You can smell things. Mm-hmm. You're an so, observer more in this chapter. Yeah. You're not you're not participating in so much. I mean, at the end, we get a good deal of dialogue and insight, but a lot of it is just. You're out there. You're taking it in with them. You're like you said. You're smelling the smells. You're seeing the sights. You're eating the grub. You're sleeping in trees. 
Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Captivated by the elves. You're in, in a state of wonder and in a state of fear with yeah. the, with the, um, the black riders. So yeah, it's, I think this is easily the most different chapter so far and it's setting the tone for kind of what this, what this adventure is going to be. Right. You mm-hmm. know, very different from chapters one and two. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta, um, dig our way out of the Bywater post. I know. Like we said, snowed under. I know we are snowed we've under. Got, we've got more to more to read here. And guys, by the way, that our, our format there was was a little bit different um, than what we normally do. Just so you guys know, it was just kind of yeah. It was that was longer, um, but yet it's shorter. I mean, in the sense that we just kind of wanted to read through some of that with you mm-hmm. guys. Um, we didn't really take notes on this one. No, we had a couple bullet points, but we really did not have. Or I had blocked up some paragraphs mm-hmm. for us, you know, at, along the way. But we really and, wanted to just kind of go through it. Um, together, Lane and I. Yeah, you know, just kind of hash it out of it. As, as they did in the chapter, right? Yeah, kinda very. We were out on the road, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, we we had a lot of stuff underlined in our book. So if you're watching the video, you'll see us. Our books are right there the whole time. We barely looked at our computer screen, right? And and that's where we we wanted to stay in in the text more on that one. Mm-hmm. Um. And from time yeah. to time, we may do that, but for the most part, you know, we'll we'll revert back to our other format where we basically um we will pull out like real significant mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of there, there was a, the good conversation the good dialogue there with Gildor but um, I, we'll have we'll, not uh, <laughs> once we get to the old Tom Bombadil here uh, dude and then, the, and then the Council of Elrond oh my that's god that's gonna have dude. to be three that's podcasts gonna, or something that's gonna be unreal unreal and so and, yeah and so like there was more uh, there was more danger in this chapter but not as much evil Mm-hmm. Right there, there we were unpacking a lot of stuff the last two chapters, uh, and it wasn't necessarily as dangerous. We were in the we were in the Shire the whole time, mm-hmm. which which felt safe at that time, even though we know now it probably wasn't. Right, right. At least towards yeah. the end. Yep. And but in this, we were in more in more danger. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but less. But we're, depth, we're, I guess, it's well, more immediate. Not, it was right in front of your face. Yeah. yeah. Our characters aren't as fearful. Maybe Frodo is. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of like easing us into this, right? Yeah. The more they become aware uh, of this, what's what's going on, mm-hmm. the stakes rise and rise and rise. It's a really good, it's well paced. And know? again, it's, it's it, yeah. And again, Tolkien, like like he does with the introduction of characters through the Ivy Bush and characterization in the Green Dragon in chapters one and two, he's we're experiencing it as the hobbits do. He's mm-hmm. not telling us all this backstory before. He's, he hasn't told us what Black Riders are yet. Uh, you know, he had that chance with Gildor, and he had Gildor respecting, uh, you know, uh, what Gandalf foresaw in, in, in his um, caution in telling Frodo too much. And so we're kind of being left in the dark at some points as well. So we are literally, I mean, a hobbit on this, on this journey with him or a right. traveler on this journey with him. It's, it's brilliant how he's done that because he didn't have to do it that way. It's pretty awesome. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So are we um, are we good to we going to yes Bywater Post? We're almost done. Bywater Post. Right. Let's get some letters out. All right. Let's read, cool. or read some of these letters. I should say. So this is pretty cool. This is um, if you guys want, uh, you know, these are just comments we have on on uh, Facebook. We got re- reviews on iTunes. We've got um, just different messages and things on our Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I have first um, Mary Holcomb. Yep. Okay. So. Uh, she left, us, she left us a comment and, and said, Last night, 
As I was in bed getting ready to sleep, I listened to episode one. I love your enthusiasm and the way that you talk to each other and slash us, right? Yeah. Which, you know. Which is great because we hate each other. We hate life. each other. So, yeah. <laughs> jerk. Um, I've been reading Tolkien uh, since uh, 1970 and reread it at least every five years. Lately, I've been listening to the trilogy as I do my chores, drive my car, and as I go to sleep at night, I find that Rob... Uh, Inglis, Inglis, mm-hmm. is it? Yeah, I think so. Um, is a great narrator, and he is actually. Yeah. I listen to it as well. Um, also, while, while listening, I've been watching Peter Jackson's movies, the extended DVD versions, which I bought as soon as it came out. Awesome. The appendices um, and commentaries mm-hmm. uh, are so inspiring. Um, I live in a place that has a Tolkien appreciation. This is amazing. This is so cool, Mary. We got to come visit you. Right. This We're is... going to come see you in California. <laughs> yeah. Um, a road called. Troll Ridge, and another called Hobbit Hill. Are you kidding me? Right. Yeah. A calf called, or a, a cafe called um, Elevensies, etc. So there's more. I mean, you know, like, yeah. is there other? Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to listening to your podcast and being um, a part of the book club community here. Uh, it gives me great hope to find um, enthusiasts and to keep the magic going. So yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Love that. Actually, we went to, uh, we corresponded comments afterwards, found out she actually, I think she was, um, I'm going to misquote it now, but I think she was born in Ohio, Cincinnati. Yeah, Yeah, she was moved when she was young out to California. But, um, yeah, she said, she said, she asked if we were Shire born. (laughs) So it's so cool. Like that's sticking. Ohio is 20 years from now. Ohio is going to be known as the Shire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's our goal. That's our goal. It is. Yeah. Absolutely, it is. Um, yeah. So here, let's see who else I have. I've got uh, Jessica Baziak. 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 Jessica I'm B. Really glad Jesse you, B. I'm really glad you said that before I did. What were you going to say? Let's not go there. Bazooka? Um, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> um, Jessica, we're going to need like a little like... Uh, Pronunciation guide. Yeah. <laughs> um, she well, says, it's kind of our fault. We have pretty easy names. Yeah, Urza I mean, Crick. Urza Crick, yeah. Line Smythe. Right. Easy going. They're not real hard. They're right. We're simple. <laughs> she says, here we go. Hey, guys, I'm sorry. I'm a little late to the party. Just wanted to let you know that I got um, a little turned around here in cyberspace um, on the Book of Face. Um, Facebook. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Had me there. Um, <laughs> just so as you know, there is another Lord of the Rings podcast that sounds so familiar. Followed them by mistake. Um, yeah, well, that happens. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nothing new under the sun, right? Right. In terms of names. I right. Mean, Amen. Yeah. Right. Um, so anyways, she, she goes on to say, um, great episode, guys. And by the way, yeah, if you guys have made that mistake, no big deal. They're good folk and, and things. Yeah. So it is what it is. But Listen um, to both. Yeah. 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 Uh, listen to us first. Right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but you no. can't get too much Tolkien. I'm just kidding. That's so true. That's so true. Um, she says, great episode, guys. I'm listening uh, with my fiance who said that he had finally found his obsession. That is in, awesome. Right. The Lord of the Rings. I love to hear that. Right. Yeah. And we're enjoying listening and rereading the series with you. Keep up the great work. Can't wait to hear the next episode. So. Love that. Yeah. Super awesome. Love that. Well, we, we, we can't wait to hear from you guys again. That was great, right. Jessica. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, you got Jake next? Yeah. How do you say that last name, Mess? Um, Hodgson? Dang, bro. Did I get it? 
call you Mr. Oxford Dictionary over I'm there. Ter- guys, one thing you'll learn about is I'm terrible at pronunciations and different things. As, um, as thinks he's terrible at pronunciations, he's actually a wizard. He's a whiz when it comes so to So whatever I say... Dude, can you stop playing footsie with me, please? That's not me, actually, anymore. He's rubbing his foot up my leg. There's someone else in the room. Is this how... That's a black rider back there, down there. Is this house haunted? Uh, That's a different podcast, man. Okay. That's That's a different podcast. That's the appendices. I've never gotten... Right, real quick, before you get into Jake's beautiful Uh message to us. No. Never. I've only had positive vibes here. I think maybe if something, something lives here... It's a it's a friendly spirit, Casper. Okay. Okay. So uh, Jake says, um, "Hey guys, um, I'm Jake, uh, a music production student from Bristol, England. Oh, this is awesome. This is cool. Yeah, this is really cool. Um, just listened to both your uploaded podcasts and loved them. Thought I'd share my Lord of the Rings story with you. The fellowship came. Uh, the fellowship came out when I was five. I saw the trailer, but wasn't allowed to watch it until I was around seven, uh, which felt like a million years. But I remember my dad coming home one day." Uh, with it on VHS. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> and once I saw it, I was hooked. Um, it was honestly the most incredible film I had ever seen. Over the next few years, my room slowly turned into a Lord of the Rings shrine with posters, toys, models, swords, yeah. basically anything you could you could think of from Middle Earth. My friend next door was a fan too, and we used to run around in his garden and reenact scenes from the films with toy swords. That's awesome, dude. Right. So I love um, I've also always been a big fan of nature and I'm sure uh, that stems from the incredible New Zealand landscape from the films. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. Was there more? I think there might be more. Uh, oh, on top of yeah. that, being a musician, uh, the score had a big impact on me. Mm-hmm. I regularly listened to it on my way to university and when I was out for walks. Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings has shaped my life in a massive way. And although I've always been a huge fan, this podcast has properly got me back into it. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> That's That's awesome. So awesome. We're honored, man. Yeah. Glad you're with us. Um, you guys have already done an amazing job and, ha- and have analyzed it in a way that I didn't even know was possible. Thanks so much and keep up, keep up the good work. That's probably because we're so demented. Well, that's probably, yeah, it's just for sure. Yeah. Um, Call us old man Willows. Yeah, right, right. No, that's no, awesome. Awesome. Jake, Thanks, Jake. Thank you for sharing with that. That's sharing with that, sharing that with us. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. beautiful. We got to hear some of his music sometime. Speaking right. of music, mm-hmm. uh, real quick, I want to thank my cousin Chad Hoffert. Yeah. Who created um, an intro and an outro for uh, There and Back Again, the Patreon series right. about uh, it's the New Zealand travel travel pod, pretty much. Uh, so right. I want to thank him for that. That's awesome. He created some really cool music uh, that we're using on on uh, that um, Patreon uh, series. Right. So really, really cool. Just the, on the note with the music. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is your phone still- actually not dead? Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, when Apple's it dies, being kind gotcha. to me. Yeah. Thanks, brother. Uh, so I have a um, a review that Daniel Couts left. Uh, I went to college with Dan. Uh, Awesome guy. Great, great dude. Um, he gave us five stars. Very kind, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, he said, I'm loving this podcast. It gives me ex- an excuse to jump back into Tolkien and Middle Earth. I've started reading through the books again to follow along with the podcast. I love how in-depth the conversation is and at the same time, lighthearted. I have already started checking the feeds almost daily to see if a new episode is downloaded. Wow. That's beautiful. And I can relate to that. 
Whether you are a fan of the books or the movies, Lane and Ezra's knowledge of both mediums will keep you engaged. So excited to keep listening to my new favorite podcast. Dan, thank you for that review and sharing your words. Um, you know, the reason we're reading these guys is not uh, to like toot our horn or toot the show's horn. It's literally to give you a shout out back because you're taking you're taking your time to encourage us and not even just us. It's everyone. Everyone mm-hmm. who's yep. in this book club with us, a part of the podcast with us, those words are for everybody. Um, because this is this is our podcast. Uh, and and that's that's the God's honest truth, the reason we're we're sharing these. We want to give you recognition for for being a positive person. And also we want you to be able to hear each other's voices. You know, maybe you're not on the Facebook page or maybe you're not checking the iTunes reviews. You deserve to hear each other's opinions on what's going on too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. love Absolutely. it. Love it. Yeah. All right. You're going to do my mom as, uh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in your words. Wow. That what a weirdo. Actually, I can't even find where, I mean, so my, I'll, I'll do it. Love you, mom. Yeah, my mom's amazing. She's um, it's so cool. Uh, um, I just I asked them what they thought about the podcast, and they they were like, "Oh, it's so cool. We love it. We actually want to." Um, I don't think my mom has ever read Lord of the Rings. She's read The Hobbit, and my dad has read Lord of the Rings, but it's been a while. So they they were like, "We actually want to get the book and and read along." And I was like blown away by that. That means the world to me. So thanks, mom and dad. I love them. They're good people. Yeah, the best parents. Really the only are. parents that I could have ever had, and I don't I don't deserve them at all. So. She just left a five-star uh, review. She's so cute. And then she just put, as a comment, she said, uh, love the pod, love the podcast and you guys too. So Sweet. that just made me feel really good. <laughs> that was nice. And then I've got another college friend, uh, Val Homan, who left one. Val is awesome. She We had a lot of great conversations, um, had a lot of things in common, fantasy uh, genre, uh, weird accents, she does a great Sean Connery. <laughs> and we talk about a vodka martini shake, not stat. And pushy. Calling people pushy. <laughs> so so she, oh, we man. would just do, we would literally have conversations with Sean Connery over and over again. Which is ironic because Sean Connery almost played Gandalf, so that's kind of cool. So she just she actually did. shared a view of chapter one from episode two that we found very interesting. Uh, it's just another cool way when you guys share your your reactions to the to rereading these chapters or your initial reading of these chapters, how it, um, I don't know, just, just builds in our mind and, and, and widens our view. Um, it's just cool to see people's opinions because we all come at it from different angles. So she mm-hmm. said, so glad to listen to episode two. I've been waiting. I especially appreciate the in-depth look at Hobbit culture. And don't we all? Oh, it's yeah, nice to, to know that, that there are others in this world that love the in-depth culture of the hobbits. I often wonder if Tolkien's reverent treatment of Hobbiton, as well as the many times his characters harken back to their memories of home, was influenced by his own wartime experiences. There are definite parallels set up between British soldiers in a foreign land and our intrepid hobbits. Mm-hmm. I think maybe Val needs to come on the show. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. beautiful. Well, um and in a way, I hadn't necessarily thought of it before, and it just opened. I felt like my my mind was opened to a whole new uh, uh, cortex was just kind of opened up. I think there's more blood flowing in my brain now. 
Yeah, Thank absolutely. you, Val. Thank you for that. Yeah, thanks, Val. I mean, one thing that Val kind of, um, I don't know, like, just made me kind of think of this, right? I, I like when after we, maybe we, we go over a chapter, right? Yeah. So we've just gone over Three is Company, Chapter 3. You know, yes. if there are things that you send into the Bywater Post that aren't like personal stories or, or you know, telling your Tolkien story, what have you, mm-hmm. um, and it's more directed towards the chapter, mm-hmm. we might have to move some of that stuff as like uh, under our recap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wouldn't that be kind of cool that to kind of, because we're, we're thinking back on that chapter. Reflections in Galadriel's Mirror. Okay. Lane, I don't know how he comes up with just... That one's not great. That uh, was... It's pretty good for on the spot. Thanks, babe. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> uh, but you know, so I mean, don't, don't I mean, do you agree? Like, I think that oh, I absolutely to have those agree. back under the recap, maybe. So if you have almost an on, extension of the thread, the episode yes, thread, exactly, just bring exactly. it to the podcast. Because yeah. I think it's good. Go back. Did we say something wrong? Did we need? Do we need to correct something? Uh, did we miss something? So yeah, I've always said throw that in as bywater post. Mm-hmm. But maybe we do a little bywater post in the beginning and a little bywater post at the end. Like that. And, and really, we just kind of divide the two and we say, here are your... Um, Morning route and an afternoon route. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, I thought that'd be a cool idea. I love that. It's so. a great idea, man. All right. Uh, how about some strawberries with cream? Wow. You can... So, s- kind of a... This one's random, guys. This one's just random. But that's what they're supposed to be. We were just kind of thinking about Middle Earth in the sports world. Oh, is that what we were doing? Okay. What were you going to do? I have no idea. That's what I guess that was what I did. How about you come up with your own thing then? So I, mean, I love rugby. Rugby is my favorite sport. Uh, I actually play on a um, uh, what's it called? An amateur, just social club in Lancaster. We're called the Menestone. Pretty, pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep, love the sport. Uh, love the camaraderie that's formed. The brotherhood that's formed. It's the best sport in the world. If you're not a fan of of rugby, go get into it. It's it's just the best. I can't say enough good things about it. And I'm doing a really bad job of expressing myself right now. Oh, dude, that's awesome what you just typed. <laughs> so I was thinking about, uh, so in rugby, the most popular form is 15s. It's rugby union. There's mm-hmm. also rugby sevens, but 15s is the best. And I was watching The Hobbit the other day, and I was like, hang on, there's 13 dwarves. There's a hobbit, and there's Gandalf. That's, that's 15. That's a full... That's a full rugby squad right there. Right. So I'm just thinking the hammer of Thorin Rugby Club. I, I, I'm thinking like. That's pretty sick. I think you got. Actually. I think you got Bilbo Baggins playing scrum half. I think you got <laughs> Thorin Oak and Shield uh, probably playing eight man. I think you got. Uh, I don't know. Gandalf's got to be in there somewhere. He He might be the fly half running the show. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know who the hooker would be. Maybe maybe uh, oh probably bomber bomber would be your hooker. <laughs> that is an actual position. Okay, cool. is, yeah, I'm looking at me like trying that. to be immature. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's okay. <laughs> so yeah, the hammer of Thorin Rugby Club. That's awesome. That could be pretty pretty sick. I could I might even actually kind of put them all in the positions, and maybe we could post that on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Give them jerseys or something. Yeah, absolutely. in all our spare time. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, I think if I had to, you were just talking about sports, sports like teams. So I, like that. I don't know. Ignore the other two. I was just kind of rambling here. But what Why? I'm thinking is, I would like to take a Hobbit hide and seek team yeah. versus maybe an Elven hide and seek team. Oh my gosh! Who would win? It'd never end. Because I think I, it would be awesome, right? 
no one would ever win. Right. They'd just be hiding forever. Right. I, I love that, dude. Yeah. Is it tag and go? I mean, there's a lot of rules you have to get into. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, you You'd know. need some officiating. Yeah, you would. Yeah. You would. So I think you got to share the other two, too. Oh, just a while. I said, I was just kind of fun <laughs> here. You know, um, a Hobbit high jump team, a Hobbit basketball team. I was going to, I'm just listing off stuff on the fly here. Because wow, um, yeah. they're short. Because they're short. Sorry. You ever heard of a little guy called Muggsy Bogues? Yeah, I have. Actually, I was thinking how hilarious it would be to coach up a Hobbit. You know, um, wouldn't Muggsy have team. to be the coach? He'd have to be the coach. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, got a Hobbit team. Yeah. <laughs> what would you call him? Um, I have no idea. The Baggins Ballers. Yeah. Mm. Bungos. Sounds- Bungos. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. And we'll come up with the names later, but um, Samwise Slammers. Chimney Christmas. Not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Not great. But you could do better. Okay. Uh, it's strawberries with cream. Um, so just some randomness there. Boy, it is late. Just so you guys know. I mean. What time is it as? Ooh, it is. We're approaching the witching hour. We really are. It's almost actually. three o'clock in the morning. Uh, your wife is going to kill us. No, no, no. She's good. I love her when so he's much. asleep. Just so I, you know. I know. I do too. Tell me about so. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just told everyone on our podcast that I love your wife. Well. I think everyone loves my wife. It's true. So I mean, how could you not? Right. She's she's perfect. I know. So, yeah. Um. So here we go. Um. It's time to share the load. We always do at the end share, of our uh, share the episodes. load, the load, the load. The load. <laughs> so uh, just again, we always kind of throw this out there for you. We uh, want you to join us on Facebook. We uh, post a thread there where we kind of house our our book club, and we like to continue the discussion about chapter three. And um, again, some of the things that you mentioned in those comments. Maybe I'm not, I'm not quite sure yet. I'm kind of thinking through this here on and how I can integrate that thread conversation um, or highlight some of those into our, um, mm-hmm. you know, recap. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I think mm-hmm. it's important. I think it's really neat to go back and address things uh, that our listeners might have um, caught during the recap. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so we have, uh, you can uh, follow us there at Uptalking Tolkien on Facebook, Uptalking Tolkien on Instagram, and also Uptalking Tolkien on Patreon. So yes. on Patreon, we have a series lane. Um, you tell us, tell us a little bit more about the, our series we have there? Yeah, it's an ongoing uh, travel pod. Um, so I've, I've been lucky enough to go to New Zealand twice uh, and stay for a decent amount of time both times, uh, nine weeks the first time, uh, eight weeks, maybe nine weeks. It was, yeah, it was nine weeks. And then seven weeks, the second time, the second time was with my wife and was an incredible experience. We got to see a lot of really cool things, but, um, stopped in and saw a lot of, uh, locations, um, mm-hmm. where the films were made, uh, that are just, they're just still there. So, um, I cover a lot about, uh, you know, if you're a Tolkien fan where you should, where you should make sure you go see, uh, but also just like cool places to eat that we found, great foods that are unique in New Zealand, um, places to go that have nothing to do with Tolkien too. So it's just kind of a a romp through um, through New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you have yeah. a chance to go, it might be something that you could listen to on the plane ride over or as you're planning your trip, uh, things to see and maybe things that you would want to steer clear of if well, you're not I mean, interested in. Here's something, man. Just to yeah. kind of sit down and when I, I have not been there. And so yeah. when I hear you talk about to me, a land far away, mm-hmm. right? I mm-hmm. feel like I'm at, I'm at, I'm listening in at the Green Dragon. Yeah, we're sitting you know? by the fire, right? And yeah, I'm hearing about point. some strangers from Mickledelving or yeah. different places, you know, talking about their travels. Yeah, 
It and I love fun. that. Yeah, it so is fun. So that's why I think it's cool, and that's why I think it's a, it's a neat thing. Mm-hmm. If you're not going there, cool, that's okay. Yeah. You know, um, but just come listen and, and maybe... I never thought I would either. The pictures. I mean, that's the other thing. You know, yeah, you and we're going to... Yeah, that's right. That we're going to... Um, yeah, find a way to share pictures from each episode too, right. uh, or each chapter. Let's create like a little, um, and, and, and we can even share them on Facebook too. Yeah, we could, we could just kind of put. Yeah, on I mean, some of them are up there already. Yeah. Our banner picture is one I took of right. Bag End. So right. yeah, actually, what I'll do is maybe we'll take Chapter One of Green Hill Country and we'll make that an album on Facebook. I like it, and we'll title that. Yes, and that way you guys, if uh, it's there for you to look at and, while you're listening to that podcast, and maybe also seeing the, um, maybe seeing the albums might might spark some people to want to listen to the podcast too. Sure. So, or yeah. that, the, that series. So Absolutely. yeah, I think that's yeah. a great idea. And I'd love to share those. It'd be cool. Cool. Yeah. That'd be good. Awesome. That'd be awesome. 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 Well, um, also we have, um, right now we're currently doing a pop socket giveaway. Dude, the craze. The, they're cool. I they're, want, I'm going to write a review. I want one. Yeah. They're actually pretty cool. I mean, uh, they're amazing. And so what we're doing is basically, what's our, it look like as tell them what they look um, like. It's our logo. So yeah, if you go to our Facebook page or if you're on, if you clicked on our podcast, obviously you'll see our logo there. And uh, we have a nice green, you know, um, Bilbo's door bag, at the, the door bag end uh, with the golden knob. And then we've got um, up, you know, on the front of that. And so uh, basically it, uh, it's, it's the first one, like one through 10 um, reviews on iTunes. I'll put those people in a pool and we will uh, randomly select somebody, you know, from that pool of one through 10. And then we will, that person um, will get the pop socket and then we'll do the next 11 numbers, you know, reviews 11 through 20. Um, those 10 people then will also be entered into for a drawing and so on. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So it makes perfect sense to me. But the idea is to just kind of, um, it's, it's nice for us. It's nice for us to get some feedback and, um, it helps the podcast if we can get reviews on iTunes. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. and I thought it'd be kind of cool. I mean, who, I mean, pop sockets, I didn't like, it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I have yeah. one now and I'm sort of like, I don't know why I don't know what I was doing with that one before. So you were missing sorry. out. I actually don't have one. I'm obsessed <laughs> with them, and I haven't had one. And I've been wanting a reason to get one. And so it's also it's also going to be like our kind of like our secret sign. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You you might be in the subway, or if you live in a city, or right. uh, in a Walmart if mm-hmm. you live in the country, <laughs> and see someone on their phone, and you see a, a UP with a green door, and you go oh. Mm-hmm. And then you might take your phone out and flash yours too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, yeah. yeah, we're hoping it might be like a little secret sign that that if you're in the club, right, you know the sign, <laughs> right, right. That's how you get in. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so maybe there's a way to eventually that we can make those available if like if people want to pitch in a couple bucks and buy yeah. one. That'd be pretty cool it, if we could mass order them as a group, even. So. Right. Well, what I was thinking is is that um, we have that Lane does this. Uh, he does artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, as we go along in the chapter, so um, chapters one, two, and three, so our first sort of um, you know month and a half, uh, we'll have artwork on on Patreon.com mm-hmm. that we've learned how to kind of print off and ship to you guys. Maybe at some point, once we get done with the drawing, we'll, I have like four or five I want to give away, and then after that, we can order some. Those could be part of our giveaway mm-hmm. on Patreon. So I like that. Kind of cool, right? I like that idea because um, they're pretty neat. So they are. All right, guys. Well, um, I think we're ready for our Fortnite farewell. I don't want to say goodbye. Me neither. I know. We've, it's we've come this far, so. Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> dude, the sh- back end's just not the same. Dude, the shadows weird, are creeping in. We're in a weird spot, too. It's, I mean, it's like, dim. I know. I know. Now nah, we'll be fine. It's just, it's just hard saying. I like. I, I know. I look forward to this time hanging out with you and and uh, talking about our favorite books in the world and and sharing it with. Our whole book club, and it's yeah. just kind of hard to. 
We are going to record something fun next. Yeah, we are. Do we want to tell them what we're doing next? Like, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. So Don't. this is, Don't. it's three o'clock in the morning. We're about getting ready to do our first, about getting ready to do. That's some Amanda coming out there. I'm not even from here. I'm, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're getting ready to do a Middle Earth Smackdown. So we're going to take our shirts off and put other shirts on um, <laughs> and drink a little bit of, but a little bit of beer. We've worked hard here for the past seven hours. Jeez. Good night. We're going to drink a little bit of beer and get a little silly. Mm-hmm. And uh, our first middle or smackdown is actually who is a greater hero slash ring bearer, mm-hmm. Bilbo versus Frodo. So uh, it's going to go down. That's right. And we it's, don't know who we're defending and who we're, uh, you know, going to be fighting against. Mm-hmm. So my ring, my mom said we need to take a picture of it to, to prove there's a, an off centered line. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to call small side, fat side, and we're going to flip it. I want to mm-hmm. do a better job than that. We're going to flip it, and someone's going to be able to call it, and they'll okay. decide who they want. The right. other person will be left with the leftovers. Right. So, so yeah, and that'll be – we're going to do um, one out of every four, right, is going to be on our channel. Yeah. And then we're going to make for – every, for every one that we put on our – on our channel, we're going to do three that are um, available to patrons on Patreon. Yeah, just a way to kind of get yeah. like a trickle sort of like, you know, yeah. I mean, and, and really, so I mean, it really, guys, it'll save you time. Like, if you like the Middle Earth Smackdowns, you'll have one available. If you want more, there's a way to get them. If right. you don't like them, you don't have to get more of them. Right, and then we're not oversaturating our, our iTunes feed with, you know, yeah. um, you stuff know. that... Lane and I just think it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> so, right. and we're going to do it anyway. So yeah, it's sort of like, you know, it's a good time. Uh, but we thought we'd just sort of like, yeah, we toss one out of every four out there. So yeah. yeah. Also, before I forget, we had a poll out about chapter one. Do you have the results up? I have the results here. Yeah. So we had, um, well, Lane's getting, this is kind of funny. He does like these gift polls. We're going to do this and we're going to do this for every chapter too. Right. So, so we're, keep, keep your eyes on the Facebook page. You'll have polls and this is cool because you'll have. Your right. voices be right there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So, so, so we have um, the results from um, how did chapter one make you feel? <laughs> so we have the um, uh, what is this? So like staying in the Shire. Yeah. How'd you feel like you wanted to stay in the Shire? Okay. Okay. Stay in the Shire. So they're dancing. It's, it's the it's the it's game off dancing. Gif. Uh, so who was it? Was it Emma? Emma Rose who had the comment of. Yeah, what did she say? Uh, Eternal Raven Gandalf. That was yeah. pretty good. Never and it does. Gandalf you look at phrase. it. He's like just. It's right. it's a shorter GIF loop than the other than the other one with Bilbo. So it's right. kind of funny. He keeps yeah doing that move. Yeah. So so did you like staying in the Shire or did you like hitting the road? Yeah. Right. And seventy seven percent of people said they liked staying in the Shire. Yeah. Right. So we're not alone. We've got a lot of company. No, there. you want to stay right there. Right. Yeah. It's a absolutely twenty three percent. Twenty three percent felt like hitting the road. Huh. Right. Well, I guess we're both satisfied at this point because we had our time in the Shire. Yeah. And now, with three is company. Absolutely. And John Ritter and Suzanne Summers and the other girl. Yeah. We're hitting the road. Did right. we mention that they're in this chapter? Yeah, we did. We already did. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't know. Yeah. All right, guys. So, wow. Um, thanks for following along. Thanks for putting up with the different format. You know, um, I just, it was nice for us to kind of be able to get it was this just done. kind of a nice little spin on. Yeah. Yeah. Just take a little different so, yeah. approach and stuff. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get back into the regular format, um, in chapter four. So for now, uh, we have our Fortnite farewell. Yeah. We want to thank you for stepping off the road with us. Our next episode, we'll be digging deep into chapter four, a shortcut to mushrooms. Wow. A shortcut to mushrooms, hunting mushrooms, maybe. Yeah. I hope. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. Get that shotgun out. Right. Shoot those mushrooms. (laughs) Um, If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, or leave a comment, or more importantly, 
Send us a shadow fax. Lord of all communications. Mm -hmm. We'll see you in a fortnight, and remember, Frodo lives. beautiful state of Ohio and a little village called Amanda. That's right. My, my whoa, whoa. We're starting over. <laughs> what was I about to call you? <laughs> this is great. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say baby or puppy. Or, I have no idea what I was going to say. Do not spit that over the computer. I'm sorry. Uh, Should we keep going? No, just kidding. Yeah, it's got to be the cold open, though. No, we're not doing that. Oh, wow. Oh cold open. God, it should be a cold open. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How is it going, baby? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.